This is Seesaw Brad, formerly known as Salty Brad. You're listening to Up in the Mix. This is Caesar, aka Della Photo, aka Tracksuit Poppy. And we are back fresh with another episode coming to you live from the Honeycomb Hideout. Where Caesar, is it cold enough for you outside today, or do you need it to be a little colder? It, it was perfect today because I got a chance to walk around and shoot some photos, and I'm an old man now. So sometimes when it gets too cold, really close to freezing, your boy is standing. <laughs> Well, we have a great guest, some very talented guests here today. We can talk about multiple things with them. You know, they're huge hip-hop fans. They are also hip-hop artists themselves. They have their own Mm -hmm. podcast where they talk hip-hop. They've been down in the scene for a long time locally here. And they have children. And they have children, (laughs) a.k.a. they are dads. Yes. And welcome to the show, The Rap Dads, Rena and Michael. Thank you very much. Or Michael. <laughs> <laughs> rap dads. Rap Coming dads. in hot. Too hot already. It's all good. Well, thank oh, you yeah. for having us, guys. Yeah, we thanks. appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for coming through. Yeah. No, this is dope. I mean, I'm sure you, everybody probably says it, but your guys' setup is sick. Yeah. We try. We try. Yeah. No, it's very aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> Especially if you come from the hip hop culture. I- exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You like, can, like if you're about it. This yeah. is your shit. This is nice. It's like mm-hmm. a you you just when you look at it, you can keep finding more stuff. It's amazing. It's it's nice. And all the art pieces are local artists. You mm-hmm. know, okay. Shout out to the homies who have added to the the collection over the years. I do a hip hop art show every year, and we've uh, had uh, okay. you know I try and get a piece or two or three, depending on <laughs> hell yeah, what I can afford. Well, you can show. afford at the time. At the <laughs> time, yeah. Because uh, we all you know, Sean's a teacher. I work for the man. We all poor. Yeah, at the end of the day, we all pour inflation. Who knows what goes on with rent, mortgage? Seriously, that's not even a joke. I just got a rent raise. <laughs> they hit you, you again? Yeah. How much they hit you? One or two hundred bucks? They hit me with one fifty. One fifty, right yeah. in the middle, yeah. splitting it off. But they hit me with one fifty last year too. So it's like. <laughs> They're just tough in these streets. Yeah. And they think you get a raise every year. Yeah. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> they don't give a shit. Yeah, they, they don't, don't get a raise every yeah. year. They don't give they a don't, shit. They don't give a shit. I got <laughs> I got lucky last year because instead of a rent raise, they made me uh pay a, a releasing fee, which is the first time I've ever had to do that. I've never even heard of that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Explain it, explain a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no, it was just like, all right, you want to renew your lease, then uh you gotta pay us like 150 bucks. I was like, Yeah, that's fine. You're not gonna raise my rent. They're like, No. I was like, All right, yeah, here's just a one fifty one time one time that's yeah good. so i'm hoping they do that again that's this cheap. year we'll find yeah. out i'm yeah. down for that other people are instead of 150 yeah, yeah. every single month every yeah, yeah, yeah. that one time cost works yep yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, since we've established that we're all balling on budgets here <laughs> we have a question of the week okay this is a good one i i assume you guys you guys aren't vegan no <laughs> okay oh i listened i never heard you talk about it you guys made a joke once so i was just making sure uh what's everyone's favorite cut of steak and what is your favorite way to prepare it? Okay. I'm down with that. Um, 
I just started cooking steak. So it's something that uh, I recently started doing. We actually had a guest on our podcast, Idle Hands, who was on the carnivore diet, and all he eats is steak. Mm -hmm. It's all just red meat. And it had me really intrigued, and I was like, you know, I don't even really know how to cook a fucking steak. Mm. Like, that's just not something that I'm the best at. So I went and got, uh, I got two different cuts. I got a New York strip steak and a T-bone, and I fucked the T-bone up. I overcooked (laughs) it, and I cooked it for like eight minutes, but it's too long because then you let it rest and all this shit so I, mm. it was like a baseball mitt <laughs> it tasted great but it's like it might as well have been beef jerky it was yeah, so bad no, yeah, yeah. You, so you gotta know you the, gotta the know. second one I was like alright I'm gonna go to Gordon Ramsay on this and I just YouTubed it didn't find I didn't go with Gordon Ramsay I went with uh, some other channel that's not popular but the dude's steak looked amazing and it's just you know Cook it for like three minutes on each side. Put pan some butter in there. Yeah. Pan fry yep. Pan fry butter. on top. You put butter, butter on top. Mm. The butter on top. Butter's and then the you baste it with the butter and the gar- chunks of garlic in there. And then you let it rest just for like two minutes. And then you cut it and it's mm. amazing. Yes. So it's like it, it, it only took me one steak to really learn how I like it. But uh, that shit's intimidating. Fuck it yeah. is for some reason. You know, I don't know why. It's like no one's in your house <laughs> watching you or anything, but you're like <laughs> no. worried about it. <laughs> it's because we're poor. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I can't yeah. waste this yeah. good cut of meat. Exactly. No, like, it, this is 12 it, bucks. It's tough because when you barbecue, is different because you could hide it with like barbecue sauce and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. But like when you're at your house, you're doing it for yourself. You know, like for me, I like the ribeye because I like the fat on the ribeye. Okay. You know? Salt and pepper, a lot of butter. The butter helps. And you, you know, saute it after that. Yep. And, like, the rest is important because people don't know if you, like, take the steak or uh, red meat off the grill and cut it right away, all the flavor comes out. You oh, gotta, shit. Okay. You got to let it marinate, you know? It's not like with chicken the number or one like cooking tip I've learned is just the, the patience of, like, mm-hmm. letting things happen at Sit. their own mm-hmm. time and not trying to speed up processes or rush them. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. Yeah, because if you like take the steak right off the grill and cut it, all the flavor comes right out wherever you cut it at. Yep, that makes sense. Yeah, so red meat is just only red meat. So like for me, ribeye, salt and pepper, heavy butter, and just take it out early and just let it marinate. Bong, 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 you're good to go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> bong, bong, bong. You know. What about you? Because it's been a while since you've had red meat. Yeah, I cut back on the red meat a little bit, but I do enjoy steak. I don't think I know enough about it to really... I think the best steak I've ever had was probably filet mignon, but usually, uh, you know, I'm on a budget, so <laughs> give me that sirloin, you know what I'm saying? There you go. There you go. <laughs> and sometimes it's like for, for a filet. It's, yeah. always, it's always small out of the grocery yeah, store. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, or when you go to a restaurant, it's super expensive. Oh, yeah. Like, that's a... That's a but tough it's thing. delicious, though. It's delicious. But that's the thing, too, is that you'll order it, it costs all this money, and then they just bring you this little tiny, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, it's like a little Very circle. Like, Where's the rest yeah, of it? It's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like 350 cent pieces. Yeah. Yeah. You're, like, you're like, I'm, it's, it's delicious, but I'm still hungry now. That was $35? You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. 35 like, But then if you add that surf and turf, you yeah, know, yeah. next thing you know, it's 50 bucks mm-hmm. for, like, scraps, yeah. what it looks like. Seriously. Like, all right, at least give me another baked potato or something, you know what I mean? Baked <laughs> <Yeah>. potato? <laughs> like a dollar yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Or a shitload of white <laughs> rice. For real, like, for real. Something. Give me Here's something some to fill up on. Yeah, some kind of carbs that feel like I'm full. No, no. Shit. Definitely. Oh yeah. fuck yeah! No. Glad, glad we cleared that up. I, I like a couple years ago because I, I didn't have a barbecue. I mm-hmm. lived in an apartment, so I had to learn how to cook steak in a pan. Uh, like it is, yeah, super. And that's simple. even harder. Yeah. It was super intimidating mm-hmm. because like I just at the high heat, I was like, I don't know. 
you know, cooking stuff at high heat in, yeah. on your in the uh, you know on the stove is different from when you're grilling it, but way different. We, you know, it's just blazing hot, and you put it on there. It's like, and you're yeah. like, you're getting splattered. All right, I guess that's right. And Fuck. it's crazy because you have to do the water. You know, you put the oil. And then if it's hot enough, you throw that little drop of water, they say. And if it's Get that sizzles, reaction, yeah. then it's cool. Yep, yep. You're going to put it on there, do your three minutes, it's good. three and a half. You got to have a good pan. Mm-hmm. Cast iron skillet if you can. If you don't have a cast mm-hmm. iron skillet, skillet, you need because they, it can handle all that heat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Distribute and, it. Yeah. And the, 100%. And the oil. The oil. You can't use like some weak oil that doesn't go the to. Smoke. The, yeah, yeah, that doesn't yeah. go to 500 plus degrees. Exactly. You know? What yeah. type of oil do you use? So uh, the EVO usually does pretty good. Okay. You know? Sell it to Rachel Ray, you know. <laughs> extra, <laughs> that, the extra version of olive oil does really good. The avocado sometimes. Olive oil, though? Yeah. You don't, because it, it has a low smoke point. Uh-huh. Mm. So you might want to use like, like vegetable oil or mm. peanut oil or something that has a higher smoke point if you're mm. depending on how hot you're cooking it but that's yeah. what that's why butter is clutch yeah very butter. true very mm-hmm. true and it gives it the extra flavor it's like mm-hmm. because dank. it's you, dank you need the extra fat yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. rosemary yeah. because that's why i love the best, I, oh. so i just saw gord ramsey <laughs> video and you know how he cooked he trimmed the fat off the steak mm. then used the fat put the fat in the put pan, the fat first right and he oh. cooked it in, in beef fat oh. man's yeah. a genius man yeah Anytime I'm cooking, okay. I have like Gordon no, Ramsay in my head. I've done that you know? too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's that like he he made like delicious. an eight minute steak. He's like, this is how you can make yourself a steak in eight minutes. And he like sits there and does all this fancy it's shit. Like someone's two like, on one side, left. two Time on the other. He does it in like let six it sit minutes, for two. You know? That's yeah, six, yeah. And then you eat for two. The yeah, other there you uh, go. There you go. <laughs> the other day, I can't remember what I was doing, but I was doing something cook wise or something. My girlfriend was like, "Why? Why are you doing that?" I was like, "I have no." I saw Gordon Ramsay do it. I was like, "I don't know. I don't know what it means, but he did it. You're supposed to." Exactly. Yeah. I mean, the man knows. So. The man knows how to cook. Right? He knows. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. <laughs> well, there we go. That was our question of the week. Damn. I feel like we. Good question. Uh, yeah, educated people on steak, and we yeah. learned something ourselves. Yeah, because yeah. steak, steak could be fantastic. Simple. Add butter. There well, you go. I, I'm making steaks tomorrow, so I'm gonna keep all these things in mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But moving right along, tell us, uh, tell like, the audience and us <laughs> about yourselves. Like, where are you guys from? And how did you meet and come together into this partnership yeah, that's yeah, been so yeah. fruitful? Did you want to? Yeah, we're both uh, from the Carson City region. I was actually I was born in like uh, I was born in Truckee and lived in uh, Lake Tahoe until I was like four or five or something like that. And then I moved to Carson and spent most of my formative years up until about eighteen in Carson City. It's where uh, I found skateboarding and hip hop and fell in love with music and graffiti and was a little rascal of a teen. I mean, just picturing you and Elzo running around, like, yeah. at Carson High School, these little hip-hop kids in the middle of the hicks. Picture and Elzo very running. Very amusing to me. Picture and Elzo running is a good one. <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't say that, Elzo. That I did, Elzo. Come at me, I know boy. you're listening. I got you. We're the same size. Caesar's the one talking shit. We're me. the same size, Elzo. <laughs> yeah, and we're... You're uh, spelt. He, you're yeah, also I grew, yeah, from yeah, yeah. Carson and date, the Dayton yeah, area. Yeah, I grew up in Carson mostly, well... I'd say up until like middle school and we moved out to Dayton, did high school and stuff out there. And yeah, just always been into music and hip hop, especially. I was like one of the only, you know, three kids out in the fucking hick ass Dayton until until it blew up and became mainstream, you know, and then all of a sudden everybody's the biggest hip hop head you've ever met. But uh, (laughs) yeah, but yeah, it usually happens. Similar vibes and sparks. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And then we we actually met um, 
we battled each other. That was the first time we ever met, actually. We were um, at one mm. of the freestyle tournaments, and we got paired up against each other. And uh, so we battled, and uh, I think I won that, right? Yeah, it went into, went overtime, into overtime, and he won the overtime round. Which yeah. freestyle battles yeah. were these? Yeah. Which were at? It was, at the time, I think it was still the underground. I think it was still the underground. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it was right there on first. Oh, that was yeah. a long time ago. Long yeah. time ago. Yeah. 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 It sounds like a little outcast. You know? <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a little outcast. We were like, yeah. we could tell, like, our styles were similar the way that we, like, this. We could just tell it with the rest of the other, like, battlers and stuff what they were saying and the way they approached it and the way that we rapped, we were like, we're like the same type yeah, of... I remember in that battle, uh, they threw on a cage beat and both of us were like, oh shit, you know? And <laughs> exactly. like nobody else besides the DJ, because like, I think it Got was excited. like, I think Plan C was doing that, right? Yeah, and he knew us from like, we're like boom bap. Yeah, dude, yeah, so, so they toss on a cage beat and then we we're both like, oh shit, okay, well... Yeah, I think know, that's a beat I lost to. <laughs> Damn <laughs> you, Cage. It's your fault. <laughs> yeah, no, but like it was a couple months later that we actually like started talking to each other. I, we were both at the same show and he was yeah. on a date with... A, yeah, a girl that was a younger sister of one of my really good friends. <laughs> yeah, small See, world shit, man. Rena, that's that's Rena, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. or like small town. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. like my lady was hanging out with her, and he was he was with her, and so we just started talking, and like I think it was I think we were at how the Grouch stole it was Christmas. A, yeah, the Grouch, and then prof. after that, Astronautilus was playing downstairs, and we went and saw Astronautilus. It was a cargo. That, yeah. it was when the cargo was on the third, third floor, floor. Yep. and then Astronautilus was playing downstairs, and we were both like, "Oh, you like Astronautilus? You like? Oh shit! Like in." You know, and we just we vibed on <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Essentially, yeah, yeah. is how it was. We just like started hanging out and like freestyling all the time and like same exact like music taste, and uh, you know, one of those friendships that you don't have to like try or anything. You're just like, oh, we're just homies. We yeah, don't we didn't see each other yeah. for a year in the pandemic, mm -hmm. yep. and then we started the podcast and it just picked right back up like we were hanging out the day before. So yeah, Two friends. That's a good friendship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ra rare. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You only get a few of those. So it happens. Yeah. You know? And then, we, so yeah, we decided it was something we were always thinking about doing the podcast, you know? And then, um, yeah, we, we talked about it a few years prior on tour before the pandemic happened. We used to go on tour and we know a bunch of independent artists like ourselves that are quote unquote local rappers and do small West Coast tours. And we thought it would just be dope to give them shine and like a little bit of relevancy in the, in Reno when they come to town and spread their music a little bit. And, uh, we just never really like uh, decided to do it because we were going on tour. We were doing shows. And, you guys uh, already had multiple hustles going on? Yeah, and it was just like trying to figure all that out while we were doing that. It didn't happen, but uh, we both had kids, and then the pandemic hit. And it was like, well, fuck, dude. Can't, Might as well. You can't, you can't talk to anybody <laughs> barely anyways. You can't mm -hmm. see anybody. And uh, we recorded... Our first episode was three hours. It was just me and him. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know what the that's fuck. That's how we you were. know you're yeah. good friends. We had yeah. no idea just what we ranting. were doing. Yeah, yeah. and that's much. the thing is we hadn't seen each other in like a full year, so we just sat down and talked for days. And we were like, all right, definitely can't be like that. We're not on, this is not Joe Rogan. We, we, we can't be doing that. <laughs> we would have the audience to stick for three hours. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so we uh sat down and made a plan. And I mean, we recorded for like four four months before we even released an episode because Ooh, it, it was, was the same thing we did yeah, yeah it was like yeah. we had a little trial and error yeah so much a little people, bit see how getting it used to hearing mm -hmm. your voice or just i still sitting like talking into a microphone mm -hmm. with yeah yeah, one yeah. yeah trying to be you know entertaining enough uh, yeah it's you know try to keep it within a time limit you know yeah. practicing all that stuff yeah being yeah. an introvert you're like all right so now i gotta yeah. like 
be a host and like talk to people and look them in their face and it it, it was hard at first you know I'm like, i will say like listening to your guys first episode it didn't sound like you could tell you guys had it wasn't your first time you yeah know I mean? yeah like, yeah we yeah. have been but you were comfortable yeah. with like the just podcastingness of the podcast yeah yeah we'd had i think we recorded like eight episodes or something I think like so, that yeah before we actually oh, decided wow. to put one out and yeah. have a guest and be like all right we know how we want to do it we kind of have it scheduled out for when we want to record when we want to release what we want to ask you know have a little recommendation segment and uh i mean basically we want to be able to promote people that we like whether it's a tattoo artist or someone who you know does hair or uh, rappers beat makers promoters um not a lot of those people get shine you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that was the main thing is we want to hook people up, help them, you know, the same shit we would want if we were on the road on tour. Or yeah, looking at your guest list, it's like, okay, like, you know, you know of these people just from us being involved with the hip hop scene and, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. for the last 20 years. It's like, all right, that's cool. Like to see what they're up to, how they're going. Like, this is something that's been needed. Like, you know, as I look back over the years, it was like, oh, it'd be cool to chronicle. You know, all the shit that we have fond memories of. Sure, yeah. Exactly. That's why, you know, mm-hmm. getting Elzo on the podcast, like, not only is, you know, he a super dope DJ and has his, you know, his radio show and plays a bunch of, sh- you know, shows and is amazing on the turntables. We also, you know, I have like a history with him being in the hip hop scene and he's a major hip hop head and his story is amazing too. So it's yeah. like. Who doesn't? I mean, if you met him, you wouldn't think that he's straight edge and was in a metal band yeah. and went on tour in Europe and like all that crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that. So and especially like if you <clears throat> if you're in the hip, the hip hop scene and you know the hip hop scene and all, you know that it's like pretty fractured. You know what I mean? Like it's a lot of yeah, talent, no. but it's not a solid one unit. You know what I mean? So it's like we we kind of sit in the middle. We kind of are in our own little world you know what i mean like not a ton of people out here make the type of hip-hop that we do which is cool and all but like there's a lot of talent so it's like the people who listen to us and like us we want to be able to show them these other dudes who aren't necessarily in the same lane like the like boom bappy emo underground type of stuff it's like no listen to this dude like you know he's a little more trappy but he's dope as fuck you know what i mean so it's like being able Mm. to bridge all these different gaps is really what we're trying to do too you know and that's what we've talked about Mm. for a long time and we've wanted you know we worked with elzo and uh jamal uh, Tarkington about you know trying to start like a hip hop thing prior to the pandemic where mm-hmm. just have like workshops and like have people come out from the community to meet and network and meet these different because yeah like we've been like I know kids who were 18 and it'd be nice for them as like a, you know a young artist to know like look at all of these people who have been doing this for 20 years who can help you out who know what mm-hmm. they're you know have been yeah. in the business yeah who know how to do all the stuff that you're trying to do. And it'd be cool to, you know, be able to bridge those gaps, you know, Definitely. like you said, the yeah. fractures in the community. Because there was once, a, we feel like, a, yes, a, a community. cool community mm-hmm. here. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, absolutely. at some point, yeah. you know, it kind Something of split happened. or people got old and had kids and stopped. Yep. some of them stopped making music. And, you know, just ha- life happens. Like, Very much so. <laughs> like, just think if we had our podcast when the Green Room was popping. I was just going to say, like, yeah. when I first started in the scene, like, the green room, when I'd go there and freestyle, and Ernie would be there, and Super Ugly would be there, and it's Super like... Super late at night, yeah, and I'm like, like 11, And they're just, 12. like, doing mm-hmm. real freestyle shit where they're giving each other just words to freestyle off of, and it was just, like, 
the energy there was just so mm-hmm. magnetic. You know what I'm saying? It's like there's nothing like that in Reno, and it hasn't yeah. been for a minute. You but know? like at yeah. the time, it was. <laughs> It didn't seem so amazing at the time. No, you're but like, now that you took think it for back, granted, yeah. like now you think oh, back, it's just, just like the thing you go to on Tuesday night. Yeah, yeah. or in the you, middle of night sneaking out of the house because, like, yeah, happens I, all the time. Like I was young, you know, at the time I had to sneak out of my house yeah. to like go to the green room. Yeah, because like shit didn't start popping off to eleven. But like there were also yeah. like exactly <laughs> multiple places around town that would have like Freestyle Friday or whatever, where they would have a, a DJ. With like turntables, exactly playing hip hop music, and the like, people would come up and freestyle or do a little sh- like. I remember going to like what was it called at at uh, Hacienda? Uh, they had like chicks and salsa night on Wednesday night. Motherfuckers got a shout out there. and like you could go like to this little like Mexican bar yeah. in a strip mall in Northwest yeah. Reno. And like on Wednesdays and Fridays would be hip hop night, and like just, people would be like, there'd be a cipher, and yeah. they'd be playing the music you liked. <laughs> exactly. But then like if you showed up there at eight thirty, it was just a restaurant, and it was like, <laughs> why are all these fucking people here? Nine o'clock, the Corona uh, buckets are out, yeah. and also the motherfucking gats. <laughs> like, like so many fucking gunfires. I fucking you know at uh, Hacienda and Barabingas. I fucking you know. Dodge, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, dude, that sounds like Ruben's. I was, cantina. I was just about to say, yeah. it sounds like Ruben's. No, same cantina. and like Ruben's yeah, was, a, Super Ruben's was a little yeah. bit after, you know. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, what they happened to Ruben's the other night? Oh, some dude got yeah. stabbed. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Right. that sounds yeah. about right. No, they yeah. did had a cute fireplace in yeah. there, you know. Like Ruben, like Ruben's <laughs> it was, was classy. Cool. The place was classy. <laughs> like, like, like Ruben's, all the shit that happened uh, yeah. there was classy. Like Ruben's was cool until a motherfucker smoking weed in the back. Cocaine in the bathroom, and then chitty chitty bang bang. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. much. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, I saw a dude get a bottle broken over his head, coming out of the bathroom, <laughs> and some dude just pops out and just blasts him with a bottle, uh, and then runs out of the. I'm, <laughs> I was just like, "Fuck!" It's like the Wild West. It's, or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's yeah. open, but it also added, open it, it added to like the element <laughs> yeah, of yeah. like everything that's going on. Like, it was like hip hop in yeah. the Bronx in like '79, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. like, but it was actually like 1998 in Reno. Seriously. No, yeah. but like, uh, and like, thank Ruben even gave us a spot. You know? Yeah, no, it was cool for all yeah. the hood rat shit we did. Like, thank to you know, Those spots are gone now. Yeah, and yeah, that, and that's why even, no one. Allows I know they us have anywhere. an open mic now. I don't, I don't know where they're doing it at though. They're, so, it's on Fourth Street, but somewhere. I think it's called the Fourth Street Bar. Yeah, it's probably not as dangerous it. as it used to be though. No, no definitely not. No. no, they don't allow people like us. Over there. You were taking <laughs> your, you were taking your life into your own hands going to those back in the day. Yeah, you back in the day. Now, yeah, yeah. now it's different. By yourself. Now, now it's different. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> to you know, leave yeah. somebody know going to Rubens tonight. If you don't see me tomorrow, call the cops. Uh, yeah. You always, R- you always R- got to show up with three or four people. You can't go by yourself. R- you R- have to have a crew. R.I.P. to Rubens. Exactly. So you guys talked about you met you know at a battle. Going back, how did you guys start rapping? Yeah, being I mean Carson City, Dayton aren't exactly hotbeds of hip hop. No, they're not. What tickled the fans? How did you guys be like? You know what? That's for me. I'm gonna do this. I'll let you go first. I remember. I mean. So, like, music's always been in my family. My dad is actually, uh, like, my biological father. He's um, <clears throat> He was never in the picture, but, like, uh, he's a musician. He was in some big band out here. They made it on MTV and stuff like that. And then, um, like, his dad, I guess my grandpa, I've never met him, but, like, he, he was had his band. He got signed to, like, RCA and stuff like that. So I don't know if that shit's genetic or what, <laughs> but, you know, obviously I had that bug ever since I was little. And I just remember... Um, always just kind of doing it never really even when i was like seven you know but never telling anybody or anything like that and um 
And then in high school, like I've always been a writer. I'm always writing stories, always writing, um, you know, songs, whatever it is, but never showed anybody. And then especially we moved out to Dayton, you know, I'm like the one lone, like it's even less. Yeah. Yeah, Especially like who's going to even understand what you're doing. Exactly. Like there was like my homie was, we were both all into the same music. Um, but like, I wasn't going to tell him that I rapped, you know what I mean? (laughs) And like, especially out there, I was already getting clowned on for being white and listening to hip hop, you know? And it's like, all right, whatever you you guys go listen to your Leonard Skinner or whatever, (laughs) nothing against them, but that's that's what was happening, you know? So it's like, all right, whatever. And then, um, I would say probably around like 19 or something. I said like, fuck it. And I just like freestyled at a party or something like that. And they were like, Oh my God, that's dope. I was like, probably wasn't just drunk as hell. You know what I mean? But it was something that they had never Mm -hmm. seen before, especially coming from me, you know? So, um, I did that and I just built up some confidence and then started doing the battles here in town. Um, started with the freestyle ones That's when, when we met and then started doing the written ones, went on a little run there for a I while. I mean, you say that like, it's like, that's just the natural step, <laughs> you know, right? but like, was there like, you know, some fear of like, I'm going to go battle people, you know, ba- I'm going to go battle rap people. Um, I, I think there was a little like bit of showing that to people, you know what I mean? Like that I, I could do this, you know, but as far as like any sort of like fear as the battling, like, no, because I'd seen the battles before and you were like, I got this. exactly. Yeah. Like <laughs> Jules will tell you, I'm, I'm kind of cocky in that way. Like it's, it's, it's whatever. Like I have respect for everybody, but also I always just think that I'm, you know, I All guess right. you could, you got to have that mentality. I'm going to bite respect. your head off at a battle. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, that's how it yeah, has yeah, to be. Exactly. To be. Like you can't go in there like exactly. fucking half cocked. You got to go in there like, I'm going to beat your exactly. ass. Exactly. Yeah, bite yeah. your head off. Bing bong. There's a battle. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. not a contest. Exactly. exactly. So, and so I was working up here and then, um, do you guys remember new car smell? They were popping for a little bit way back in the like, a little 10 bit. years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So my homie, um, David, he's, he was in that we were working together and then so he was like oh come check out these battles or whatever and that's when i saw him and i was like i know i've never done this before but i could but i got it. I, I could i could kill everybody in this room you know what i mean so, so yeah i remember so going to some of those yeah yeah i love yeah. that shit yeah. so then i signed up and and um i went undefeated up until i ran into uh big tone goes by darth tone now oh yeah and big then, tone yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. and i ran into him and, and and then I lost, and then after that I was kind of like, nah, <laughs> I think I'm done with battling. Took the, yeah, so. he, he won a lot of battles. Like yeah. he went like ranked the fuck up because I battled too. But I it was like that's so much pressure and like it really eats at you, especially top of the dome you know, when it, you're battling. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. No, it, it can it can really like it consumes you, and it's like. It's just super unhealthy for me. And I was like, I can't fucking do this. Like, <laughs> you got to be in such a kind of negative state for such a long period of time in your writing. And then when you go there, you have to like hype yourself up to be aggressive. And like, yep. if you're that type of person and you can do that like constantly, like yeah. props to you. But for me, I'm like, God damn it, dude. I just like emo rap. I don't like being <laughs> angry all the time. And like having people, you got to be on your guard when you're in the battle yeah. scene. You can't like do anything weird because then someone it's will use that against you, you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so it's like you yeah, gotta like, be I wanna, like on your guard yeah. always making fun of people this tough guy shit and it's like I just wanna be fucking friends with everybody yeah. I, wanna, I wanna talk about video games and <laughs> yeah, shit yeah. instead and that, of so, like I would, you whack 
yeah, I would go to these things that I want to talk to anybody because it's like I don't want to know you. I don't want to be friends with you. I don't because like I'm probably gonna have to battle you, and then it's that gonna be perfect. yeah, it's gonna be harder to it. battle you if I if I feel like we're friends or something. You know what I mean? You're not gonna then, be as aggressive. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's like I You're don't want to hold back. Exactly. So so I don't want to know you, and then I'll see you at the next event. You know? So oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah, that's a proper way to be though. I mean, you got to keep it real when it comes to that shit. So. Yeah, you know, yeah. because it's it's one thing talking shit to your friends because they're your friends. You Absolutely, know? You yes. Like, but then it's another thing talking to do it shit professionally about yep, yep. not knowing who that person is, and just because their teeth is whack, their mustache is whack, exactly. beard is something like that's a different level. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm happy, happy you stayed in the corner <laughs> and just pent up that anger until it came out, and you were like, bang, bang, bang. I remember yeah, that seriously. one battle. Uh, I pissed the dude off so bad he took his shirt off and tried to fight me on stage. Oh yeah, and got that, thrown out of the. Once event. the shirt comes off, you know it's time. Yeah. It's time and to, he had like, a butterfly hands. tramp stamp tattoo. No joke, a butterfly <laughs> tramp yeah, stamp like, tattoo. This yeah, sounds like familiar. This big. Yeah. yeah. It was at Cargo. It was at Cargo. Cargo. Like I've heard Cargo? the stories. Iron, Iron Solomon was judging it. Iron, yeah, yeah. Iron a Solomon no, no, was there. I'm still stuck on And there the was someone else from New York that is a battle rapper that was there too. No, I think it was just Iron Solomon and Awkwards. Okay, yeah. So it was yeah. those two. And it's a like, butterfly <laughs> tram stamp? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You shouldn't even been in a battle. He or, was all, or or he wore was, an extra long T-shirt, so nobody fuck. saw he was that. Butterfly. Up. He wasn't all. He wasn't good, anyways. But no. like, he was a tweaker, so he was tweaking, and he was drinking yeah. all day. So, yeah. like, you know, I spent like three months writing this, or something. well, <laughs> two two months, two two three months, or whatever. He sees me in the crowd. He's like, "Yo, let's just freestyle this." I'm like, "Yeah," because it was no, one I, of those like um, those those grind time yeah, style yeah, battles exactly. where it's like it's all pre written bars, and there there is like I don't know two hundred three hundred people there. And it's like a serious event in cargo when it was upstairs, like nice, nice, like cordless microphones. Like, I think they had the drop mic or maybe the head. The, the sound headsets. was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I think we had the clip on. The, yeah. The clip okay. On so was. they had like lapel mics. Like it was like a professional fucking battle. Like they, the promoter invested a lot of money into it. And it's like, this guy just came so messed up. He couldn't rap his stuff. And it's like. Yeah, he's like, let's just freestyle. I'm like, no, nah, you're about to get this, man. Like, uh, I didn't spend all this time writing it for nothing. <laughs> you you about to get the fuego. You're doing that. You have fucked around, sir. And yeah, you're about to find out. Exactly, tramp stamp. Exactly. I don't even so, rap, and I could fucking probably tear him down yeah, with yeah. that butterfly. So he tried to fight me and got thrown out. <laughs> You've lost when you're trying to fight. <laughs> exactly. Shirts, like, shirts off. If you have to go physical, you obviously yeah. ain't good verbal. What cracks me 100%. up? Hundred percent. I watch that video sometimes. What cracks me up because he was judging it too. Is they'll go to the judges afterwards. I'm like the only one on stage, and I think it was you. You're like, do we even have to judge it? Like, what do you? Obviously, there's he's not here anymore. Yeah, like, it's like he definitely didn't win. Wah wah wah. Exactly. It's like, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's it's pretty funny, but uh, rapping is a uh, kind of the same thing for me. I mean, my dad was an, a musician, still is a musician, um, plays a guitar like crazy ripping the guitar he was in a bunch of like what does he do what does he do he's like uh did he play shit like um when he when when he's at his house and he's playing in his little studio room it's like this freestyle jam band shit that's just non-stop he has like a little drum machine that just plays like a looped drum pattern mm-hmm. and he'll sit in there he lives in colorado he'll smoke like a you know a little bit of weed he's an older gentleman uh doesn't take much for him smoke a little <laughs> bit of weed and he just gets fucking tossed and he'll just be in there and he has these lights going and shit and he's just like and just, just ripping lost the guitar. in his yeah dude and he just rips it he's like oh. it's like scaling and like he can like play the guitar crazy um but he was a musician too so it's always kind of been in my in my blood but rapping for me started when i was quite a bit younger i think i, I started like freestyling a lot when i was like 16 and 17 
um obviously i grew up on like nas and wu-tang from a a super young age because i had an older brother so anything that my older brother did or listened to i just followed suit so he skateboarded i skateboarded he did graffiti i did graffiti he listened to nas i listened to nas so i was always like hanging with the older dudes that are five six years older than me so um as far as rapping i started rapping with like people that were a little bit older than me because nobody in like high school or anything then none of them were really doing it there was a couple rappers in Carson that were definitely like not not my lane there was a <laughs> I can't even remember his name um Ryan Wink is what, he went by something else his name is Ryan Wink and he's at the time he I mean he can write super good he's like moved to Brazil and like has like great songs and like plays with huge bands and stuff he's a, a great musician um but in high school we were like not the same type of rap. So all of the people that were like, Oh, he's so dope. Definitely didn't like the shit that I liked. They didn't listen to Nas. They didn't, you know, like artifacts, you know, they weren't into that shit. I was the out outcast kid wearing woo wear skateboarding. <laughs> so that's why it's like very small group meeting Elzo and his cousin. You know, I had a Ecto's mixtape <laughs> when I was like 15 or 16. And I used to listen to it in a Walkman while I would skate. Like on my way to eighth grade. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So it's like it's always been embedded in me, but I started rapping with older dudes. It was just mostly freestyling type of stuff until I moved to Reno at eighteen. And then I met this gentleman named Paul, who was also from Carson, but I didn't know him from Carson. And uh he was really smart, like verbally verbally well endowed you could say like his vocabulary was ridiculous verbal jiu-jitsu exactly it's uh (laughs) his freestyle game was sick and his written game was even doper so i just started working with him and he eventually got like the right equipment to where we could record because when i first started like having your own studio was not a thing like having oh no there's you couldn't at at 18 years old you couldn't go to guitar thousands of dollars of equipment that you couldn't afford so i remember when i yeah when i first started being like that'd be amazing to even be able to record myself and then that happened a few years later we were able to do that and then it was like what if we actually like tried to play a show and then that happened and as you guys know back in that time in Reno, it it wasn't so uh, fractured and broken down to all these different cliques, and you you had to have a certain amount of talent to be able to get on the shows. It wasn't just like, can you sell tickets? You're on the show. Right. It was like, how dope are you? Mm-hmm. So it was like you had to like get approved by people, and like it was like there was like certain quote unquote gatekeepers, a little vetting. I- exactly. Yeah. So it's like we started getting into shows here and there, and then we just started getting offering a ton of shows. And that group at that time was called Audible Poets. It was the very first group I was in. It was me, Libs, and this dude named Gimp Logic. And it just, the homie Logic was like trying to control how we did shit, wanted us to like like sing and do all the shit that just like wasn't what we wanted. So me and Libs just stopped making music with him and started to have to. Okay. And that's where the have to picked up. And that's like where we actually like sat down and did songs where we're going back and forth and working out like serious live sets and that's where we met elzo again after a couple of years and not talking to him from high school until being adults and he was our first dj you know i think our very first show we opened up for dell um or maybe mac lethal but elzo was there he was there from the beginning he was our very first dj and like it was kind of went full circle from being young back into the the hip-hop scene 
And I mean, playing shows is my addiction. You can ask this guy. It's my favorite thing to do. If, if I could be like how the old comedians or artists are where they just play the same set for like 60 years. <laughs> That'd I do, be enough for you. Yeah. Mm. I, I, writing new music is so damn hard. And then the whole writing it, recording it, recording is my, uh, my nemesis. Um, it's the hardest thing for me. I can do a live show in front of 500 people and not feel awkward and be on point and have fun and interact. But when I go to record, I have to record by myself in my house. It takes me 70 tries to get a 16 bar verse <laughs> down. It's just, it's, it's the bane of my existence, <laughs> you know? And then you got to like wait for it, the song to come out and then you have to, hopefully people listen to it. It's like, I just want people to listen to the songs I already have. <laughs> can you just like those and yeah. I can just play those? Um, it works. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, doing music in the Reno scene for the last 10 years now. I was going to say, have to. What year was that? Because I can remember listening to you yeah, guys like, on what, uh, the Bomb Show playing right? you yeah. guys and being like, yeah. like yeah. this is tight that there's music from yeah, Reno man. being played by a Reno hip hop show. Yeah, yeah I think they started playing our music in 2010 or 2011 because that was our, our first album we put out was an EP. And I think it was 2010. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, I've been in the Reno scene playing shows and active for over 10 years now. Um, and I, I don't think I'm going to stop anytime soon. I'm, co I'm considered like an old dude now. Like they're like, Oh, oh you're, are you? you're just for the reference for the, for I the just audience. turned 36. Okay. Your Wu Tang year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I was there last year. <laughs> so it's like, I'm considered an older dude, but it's like, mm. I'll f still fucking out rap you guys. I don't give a fuck. I've been doing this a long time. I'm not intimidated. Correct attitude. Yeah. I love yeah. your like, No, yeah. fuck, like, fuck them up. Yeah, it's like, just because you're young doesn't mean you're better than nope. me. Yeah. You like, just think yeah. you're good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you haven't read yeah. as much yeah. books as yeah. I have. You're, you're only selling <laughs> tickets to your friends. Try to get some actual fans and then there's a yeah. difference. Yeah, because when you hit a certain age, it's not it's not yeah. your friends that are going to be coming to your <laughs> no, show yeah. 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 Night. They will stop coming to your shows real fucking quick. Especially when they'll support you. It's like 10 to 20 bucks. They'll buy your t-shirt. Something like that, but like, Come out to a show at ten. Yeah. What time does it start? Eleven. Yeah. yeah, and it's and it's fifteen bucks past, past my bedtime, man. Exactly. And it's fifteen bucks to get in. It's different, right? You know? Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, but you know, I've been lucky enough to go on the road and play shows in you know Seattle and Portland and San Francisco and L.A. and big cities with good crowds. Been able to bring my homies like him on tour with us and share his dope music with people and um and cut motherfuckers' heads off. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh. It, I mean, I, I'm glad that we became friends and I'm glad that we're not only f like just friends, but we're friends with th the same common interests, like to the extreme. You know what I'm saying? We both are very much music heads and all not just hip hop heads, but, you know, good music is good music as you yep. guys, you know, it could be jazz. Nah, not much country. No. <laughs> mm. But soul, yes, yeah. you know, exactly. Rock, like, yeah. yeah. There's, there's a punk soul, all these indie punk. You know, yeah. yeah, country has to be like deep country, not pop country. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and like yeah, people yeah. don't understand. Like people like, are getting mad at Woody Nelson. Yeah, and I'm <laughs> yeah. like, Woody's my man. Like, <laughs> like me and on. Woody, we'd be tight. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. that's the but point. Like, oh, but like, um, these new guys, nah, we ain't tight. No, no, no. That no. deep ass V neck, I don't fuck with that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to see your chest and your frosted tips. But from Willie. We chilling, we good. Exactly, yep, yep. exactly. Yeah, it's like the folky country, you know? Because I feel like folk country, hip hop and stuff like that comes from the same roots. Yeah, like, it's all like, kind of that and same like, kind of like punk. 
Especially you know? like that old, like, yeah, folky, like, rebel country. Same as, like, punk rock. Same as underground yeah, hip-hop. It's yeah. all fuck the system. It like, comes from the same shit. We're yeah. being oppressed. Oppressed and people. We're exactly. Oppressed poor people. We're trying, trying to, to talk ex- about shit. Exactly. Yeah. Not the pop country. Not yeah. stuff like that. Like, any pop, fuck that one. But, you know, the old I do like, stuff. I agree. I do 100%. like some, like, pop that's, like, pop though not trying to be anything else right like, it's pop music you know so like, I mean, I'll, I'll fuck with that like like like, Br- like like bruno mars he can make great music sure and you know it's good to listen to but it's obviously doesn't come from our same background yep, yep. yep. but it's good music to listen to yeah absolutely. you can snap your fingers you could dance you could do all the things but like you know there's some pop that's good but at the end of the day we're all about the gritty shit exactly absolutely <laughs> Well, this is a perfect segue. Let's take our first break. Caesar cool. picked a song of your guys to play. All right. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I picked the new song, Simple Fix. Thank by, you. By Glass Tongue. Give more shine to the shine we're given. <laughs> so uh, listen and enjoy, guys. Salute. I'm so sick of this, sick of this Judgment from these hypocrites Bumping gums, I give no shits Fuck it, you should slit your wrist Sick of this, sick of this Life or death versus innocence Something I'm conflicted with is nothing is a simple fix Sick of this, sick of this Judgment from these hypocrites Bumping gums, I give no shits Fuck it, you should slit your wrist Sick of this, sick of this Life or death versus innocence Something I'm conflicted with is nothing is a simple fix I was feeling smothered Asking for a foot of space You were on some other shit like difference between look and taste That was less than nothing Forgot about and pushed away Left to rot, now look decayed Head is shot, I'm good but thanks Never really thought about fame or giant paychecks Only hit the road to play some shows in hopes I pay rent See if I win, my team wins I'm never on that greedy shit As long as there's a spark to gas Guaranteed we keep it lit Drunk and mixed debauchery Grumpy Gus who's crotchety With luck just like the lottery But nothing's what it's thought to be. Maybe it's just misconstrued. We see things in a different view. Is it me or is it you? Ignoring facts and simple clues. I'm sick of how they do the same. Place the blame on synapse. Taking everything I made that isn't theirs like kidnap. I'm sick of how they sit back. Point fingers at my mishaps and judge the shoes that I wear but don't know where they've been at. I'm so sick of this. Sick of this. Judgment from these hypocrites. Bumping gums, I give no shits. Fuck it, you should slit your wrist. Sick of this. Sick of this. Life or death versus innocence. Something I'm Conflicted with this, nothing is a simple fix Sick of this, sick of this Judgment from these hypocrites Bumping gums, I give no shits Fuck it, you should slit your wrist Sick of this, sick of this Life or death versus innocence Something I'm conflicted with this Nothing is a simple fix Trying to make my dreams real Trying to get my head straight Everybody's waiting I'm just trying to break the red tape Try to stay fresh to death But dodge the death rate So when it shine You gon' see the time it took to prep paint I've been cast away, left for dead, plastic laid View life as a masquerade, react in a drastic way Every day, chance the devil, then dance away They couldn't stand in my place, it's best if they stand amazed Yeah, these rhymes are shown, but they are not for show They got my soul through times I lost control, it seemed impossible Had the bottom pulled, filled it till the pot is full So when it's bought and sold, seeing logic is that pot of gold I've always lived like there was no tomorrow Take it how you want, just make sure that pill is swallowed I just let it fly stay high as the Apollo see most judge my path but they wouldn't dare to follow I'm so sick of this sick of this nothing is a simple fit. 
All right, welcome back. That was Caesar's song of the week, It Was Simple Fix by Glass Tongue. Glass Tongue. Thank you, sir. Yeah. And, you know, I had to give some shine. You know, you guys uh, come with some pretty good stuff. Well, I appreciate that. That song is like, uh, it's kind of old. Like, I mean, (laughs) I I guess uh, for how music works, it's been done for a couple of months. It's been written and recorded for a few months, but figuring out when to release it and how to do it and promote it correctly without it just getting lost in the the abyss Mm -hmm. is is a whole nother part of making music distributing it and marketing it and shit like you can be the illest rapper ever but if you don't have any marketing skills or Or any way to get your shit out there you know Mm -hmm. it's no one's gonna know how good you are Mm -hmm. so that's the thing is it's like that song's been chilling for a while but it's uh I, i wrote that song i wrote the hook for that song uh right after uh Right after I gave I gave another song for this guy on Twitch to review and give critique with. He's from Arizona and has a, a small record label and has an artist on his label that does fairly good numbers. And uh, I sent it to him for him to review on his Twitch and he listened to it, listened to a song. And his critique was like, ah, you know, you shouldn't have so many overdubs. And like... <laughs> Like his critique wasn't real critique. Cool and critique, you, bro. And you and you and you have Is to that? you have to pay an entry fee for him to listen to your song. Oh, so shit. I fucking okay. paid this guy because yeah. I, I genuinely wanted his critique. His, his feedback. Exactly. And, and he, he gave doesn't me give you anything. nothing. So that's why I wrote that hook. I was like, yeah. I'm fucking sick of this shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he'll critique like artists that are like super trendy genre. Mm. Like they're rapping in auto tune. It's like, why you got auto tune? You're not even fucking singing. Yeah. Stop doing that shit. He'll he'll critique that shit. It's because that's kind of the music that's popular and it's the music that people want to see him critique. So I was kind of wrote that hook in regards <laughs> to that and how people mm-hmm. like him are. I was like, fuck that, you know. It's like, so that's kind of where that came from. But and uh, a little bit behind the curtain, like how we were just talking too. It's important to not have people who gas you up all the time and everything. Like we always bounce everything off of each other. He brought that yeah. to me, and I was like, I asked ah. him about every yeah. song. It's I was like, like I don't know that about critical that one, critique that people, a lot of people nowadays, because of the internet, just because their faces on there, their music, they think they're tight. But at the end of the day, like you have to be able to understand, like you can do be do something wrong exactly, and then pivot shit from that. So yeah, yeah absolutely. He, he showed me that one. I wasn't quite feeling it at first, but I was like, "All right, let me let me wait till the whole process is done and everything." That's how you know when he doesn't like something. He's like, "I can't wait to hear when it's finished." Yeah. <laughs> and then no, but then he comes back with the with the mix and master. Yeah. I was like, "All right, no, that's the all right, that, good." That, yeah. yeah, no, yeah. Tweak this, tweak yeah, that. That's what he yeah, said. He's like, like, "I wasn't yeah. fucking with that yeah. hook at first. He's yeah. like, but I like it now." Bring up, so yeah, bring, bring like, up the snares or yeah. something. Yeah. 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 So and like that's the thing about people now. It's just they're all about me, me, me. So anything with themselves out, even though if it's their voice, if it's their faces, and it's not that good, they take take it to heart because yeah. it's just like no, nah, like there's if we're a part of the culture, you should be able to take some criticism. Exactly. Absolutely, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. It's it's important, especially if you're asking somebody that 
you know, you 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 take their opinion highly. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want them to give you some bullshit. Like, there's a lot of yes men out there. Oh, you know, I got a lot of friends that are like, <laughs> yes. oh, that's cool, and I'm like. I know that you're just saying that because you're just like, yeah, it's cool. I'm here, but I'm I want to know what you really fucking yeah. think. And some of them don't. They're like, no, I like it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I think you're fucking lying. Yeah. <laughs> like when, like when, she, like when Sean does music and stuff, I'm like, yo. Sometimes I'm like, yo, be a little bit more pronounced, you know, or like, you know, you need to emphasize this end of this bar or something. Yeah, absolutely. Know? It's very important. And like Sean takes it, and like he doesn't. Take or like it when we did the many- podcast, we, you know, we recorded like four or five episodes and sent it to people who listened to podcasts mm-hmm. who we, we knew would give us accurate critiques. Uh, you know, critiques. Exactly, and though yeah. even that, like those, you know, shout out to sea salt, Brad, Mike, mm-hmm. the other, who have listened <laughs> to us from the beginning, who still yeah. will give us feedback. Like, Hey, like you got to stop doing this or you got to stop doing that. And it's like, yeah, like I, we were talking about this last week with mm-hmm. the, the uh, photographers. I was like, when I, I remember when I first started doing spur- spoken word poetry and, Someone came up to me and was like, you know, you need to, dif- this isn't rap. You need to differentiate, you know, the styles and slow down and let the words have impact before, you know, going so quickly. And at the f- first being like, what? No, that's, that's not me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But then like, you know, you think after about it passed, it. you know, I went home and was like thinking about it more and more. Mm-hmm. I was like, they're right. Like, this is, this is the, like, I need to do that. Like, that's the whole point of this. So they, if I, mm-hmm. if they can't hear the words what's the point exactly yeah. Of, yeah of saying them and but you know you got to get over that you know the whole like he said me part mm-hmm. put that ego aside and be like you know maybe i'm not the, i was trying to explain i'm this not to the best the other day because <laughs> yeah. they're like I, I was like yeah your rough draft then do your final draft on a different piece of paper mm. she's like i don't do uh rough drafts <laughs> i was like okay <laughs> okay like well. That's, that's like, uh, look, a bit confident. I, I understand you're 17. Everything's fine. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, literally, I'm like, and have all these little things I do, that's, I mean, that's just a silly thing to say. Like, anyone who does anything knows that's not true. Yeah. I think, I really think you should try and uh, see if you can improve your rough drafts. You, yeah. You absolutely. might be shocked at how much better yeah, you seriously. can make it. Yeah. Everything's a process. Like, oh, yeah. even making a movie. Even doing a screenplay, a, a, doesn't matter what theater. it is. It takes different levels. Like, I, 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 write, actually, what I told her, rewrite. I was like, you know what? Unless you're Jay Z, who just <laughs> supposedly, there you go, yeah, like is yes. off the top yeah. on every single and does yeah. everything in one take. One of the greatest rappers yeah. of all time. Yeah. It's just amazing. Yeah, I think you might want to go ahead and take a look at that yeah. paper again. Because, we turn it. Yeah, because like one of my favorite stories is Biggie. Like Biggie rap first, and then he saw Jay come off top of the dome and while jay was in the booth he asked the producers like this is what jay does and he's like yes he doesn't write he doesn't do anything so next thing you know biggie was like no i'm gonna go again because it's like you know like you can't just go like it's crazy yeah it's true though i mean you gotta know sometimes i mean there's times that i've done songs with people and you know i'm like let's do a song together They'll send me their verse, and I'm like, "Well, I need to rewrite my shit." And you need to come they, harder. Yeah, you know? I'm like, they yeah. they they smoked me on that, and I can't can't allow that. You can't come. <laughs> you can't happening. come soft. You yeah. can't, can't get hard body yeah, karate. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? You can't yeah. get bodied on your own track. Man. Exactly. You yeah, that's the yeah. worst. You can't get uh, you can't get Jay Z on Renegade. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Perfect example. 
well said. Fucking beautiful. Well said. Fucking beautiful. Salute to Sean today. You can't, you can't have people just remember yeah. the song for the guests for, <laughs> for the, the guests. Like, yeah, that's, that or feature anyone was who sick. did a song with yeah. Andre 3000 in like 2011. No, yeah. seriously. But, but that's what happens to a lot of people. <laughs> they they get bodied on their own shit. I'm like, this is on your album. This is your project you've been working on for a year, half year, whatever the situation is. And you get bodied. I mean, it depends on who's doing you, it to you. But you yeah, get yeah, bodied yeah. on. That's true. But also, if, if it's like Pete Kendrick, yeah, you're like, all right, yeah. well, <laughs> but I don't rap. And if someone came on my stuff, I'm like, nah, I'm going to come as hard as I, mean, I can. Yeah, there are, to your credit, there are certain exceptions. You know, if you get black thought on your song, you're, you're going to get bodied no matter what. <laughs> yeah. You know, like it just, that's just how it or goes. Or like a chain of war. Have you guys heard of chain of war? Uh-uh. Woo. All right. All right. We got to, we got to, we got to talk <laughs> after the podcast. We, this yes. uh, that reminds me though. We were, uh, we just, uh, on our last podcast, um, we did a review on Russ's last album, mm. and he's got that song with Game on there. And at the yeah. end, Game's like, you thought you were going to body me on your own shit. We're both like, yeah, no, he did. Yeah, he, did. <laughs> he did. He definitely he did, did better yeah. than you, yeah. bud. Game, Game is also a little old, you know? Yeah. So yeah. yeah. What he, he's got, like, stuck in his ways. Yeah. But, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> but, like, that, no, but that last Russ album was pretty good. I know? loved it. Dude, that his, was my first mm, Russ experience, yeah. actually. He, he mm. never listened to him before, and... Mm-hmm. I mean, what an introduction. I mean, with all the good features, production and verse wise, it was like that was a fucking solid mixtape. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Back yeah. in the day, that'd be like a crazy mixtape. Like yeah. all the good rappers, like fuck, dude. Well, yeah. that was something we wanted to talk about because mm. you guys, like, I'm a, I'm 40 in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Caesar's 37. 37. Yeah. You guys are older. Hip hop fans our age, you do, we've seen a lot. Yes, mm-hmm. um, we've mm-hmm. been doing our radio show now for four, four and a years. Half years. Yeah. So that's forced us over the last four and a half years to like, you know, like I go check the charts to see the new music and to see what's popular to try and like find out uh, you know the new stuff and, yeah, and yeah, like keep up with like the newer generation of hip hop. How do you guys, as fans and as musicians <sighs> within the genre, you know, keep up on you know trends of you know, a musical What's form happening? that's yeah. almost 40 years old mm-hmm. now, and there's just so much out there with the internet. So I know for me, <clears throat> at my old job, I don't work there anymore, but I was working on the, um, on a dock, so the radio was going all the time. It would be, you know, whatever they had it on, but when the hip-hop was on, then, you All know, the pop stuff. Exactly, yeah, but other than that, man, I'm always just trying to dig. Um, you know, after having a kid, it gets a little tough, you know, with finding right. the Yeah, time. that's what I mean, like... So no, that's why... Like, I understand that. That's yeah. why yeah. when we did the <laughs> podcast, we are like, we need to do album reviews or artist reviews because um while we do have like the same core like kind of favorites you know what i mean like i i am more like kind of mainstreamy or i don't want to say more but like i follow it and i know it a bit more than he does for sure and he's and he's on the other side with like the more underground stuff and everything so he'll come at me with some like crazy guy i've never heard of before i'm like yeah but check out this j cole album you know (laughs) so it's like very, but very I mean, true, it's, yeah. But, to, right. to, but like, it's the same. It's yeah. equal. Like, yeah, because you know, for like, yeah, it's just hard to keep keep up with that stuff as you get older. Yeah, I mean, I teach high schoolers in, in middle, so I I'm exposed to he's it. In, and like, he's, we he's talk shit end. to each other. You know, like I <laughs> yeah. see, yeah, and I get it. Like I remember being that age and being like, "This is the new shit." Yeah, like, it's the what hottest. do you mean yeah. someone I have I've heard of is <laughs> better than this person yeah. I yep, just yep. discovered? Yeah, but. Like it's something so, we talk like, about a lot. Like it's like so an example. We heard one of your podcasts. And what do you guys feel about Griselda? <laughs> I personally, I think West Side Gun is overrated. I don't get the hype behind West Side <laughs> Gun at all. Uh, the ad libs drive me crazy. 
And I, I, what did I say? He, uh, mm. He's got the same flow as Action Bronson. Same exact flow. Yeah. Same okay. exact flow. But, but like, Benny, that dude's a beast. He's on a whole different no, level. Benny, Benny the is, Butcher, that's woo! my guy. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. my guy. Because, like, Griselda, for me, it's like, listen to, like, Cuban Links, like, revived again. Yeah. You know? That dope game. Well, you have to or understand like, something about yeah. Caesar. Caesar loves the dope that game. grimy... Give East me that Coast, dope fucking like old game. school oh, boom bap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's his shit. Yeah. Like yeah. Sean Price. Like he that's and that's like, Matt, like sometimes because mm. we we put you know we each pick half the songs for the radio show and I'll just be like, God damn, bro! Like it's all the same <laughs> shit all the time. <laughs> when, especially when we yeah. first started, it was like, all right, like okay, you have your ditch. We're like <laughs> we're, we're supposed to be playing everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You can't just so. I get like why he loves Griselda. He was as uh, as a whole. I love Griselda. When you break them down individually, I really only fuck with Benny and Conway. And I, I, yeah, and I, yeah. I no, mean, the Machina, fantastic. Yeah. So Benny, obviously the. Let top. them answer the question. You asked. <laughs> Sorry, I get excited, Sean. I get excited. So, my shit. If you've listened to our podcast, you know that I'm very new to Griselda and any of them. I I, I never had really listened to much. Other than a few songs here and there on some like skate trips with some of my homies that will put them on while we're driving. So when he decided, hey, let's go ahead and listen to Westside's new album, and then let's check out Benny the Butcher. Um, I I mean I have a I have a rough time with every single song being almost the same, same content. I mean know. the critiques you made, you you can I only rap about selling agreed coke. With. In yeah. so many ways, you're selling dope, and then oh, they do it different every time, though. That's, I know, it's like but push it's the tea. same. It's like push a T. Oh, I love push it too. Yeah, and same thing. With so it's like I can. I don't like West Side Gun. I don't like his voice. I don't like his voice See, like, over. Like yes, like, yeah. to it's me, too I, much I, shit. No, and I understand. I, I understand. What I like Benny the I, I like his voice because yeah. it's like slightly. It's so unique yeah. and annoying, kind of. And like I like. To me, their whole I like their stick. I would yeah. Say. sure, yeah. Like oh, the yeah. whole like ad lib thing and like the doot, 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 like they are. Bah, right. That makes me laugh every fucking time. Originally, yeah, it makes me yeah. laugh every because yeah. it's just like it's, it's like funny. it's not his voice that bothers yeah. me. It's the ad libs, yeah. but more than anything, it's the flow. It's just da 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 da. Yeah, no, I think the reason it works is it contrasts with Benny the Butcher so much. And like the, the and and I think they balance out as a group, but like some of their solo, like I Individual, I couldn't yeah. really, yeah. I I totally understood what you were saying, but like also I just love that that's like their thing and they just yeah. lean super hard into it. Yeah, he, that Hermes Hitler album was like the hardest <laughs> listen for it was me. Tough. Oh, it, was, yeah. it was it was when rough. you guys said you listened to the yeah. whole thing, I was like. Yeah. I haven't listened to it. it, it yeah, I listened to it twice. I just like skipped through until like, I found no. something I liked. They just had that Stove God mm. guy on there yeah. who I've never heard of, but he was doing for you. That dude's nice. So I was no, like, all right. But when we listened that, to yeah. Benny the Butcher, Dude, you know, anything that was Benny super does. dope. Benny's, anything you Benny know, does. I mean, my favorite song from him, is, I think it's called Iron Curtain. It's yeah. on the Pyrex mm. Pirate. Is that what it's called? Yeah, the one with the cool character. Yeah, it's like almost like a biggie and a fucking- Exactly, yeah. It's like, I can fuck with that because- the way that he flows is a little bit different. He breaks it up mm. throughout his album no. to where it's listenable for me. When it's it, mm. sometimes top West Side bars. is the same no. thing, like Benny the, the same flow pattern. The yeah, you know, it's like I mean, and you could props just tell, to them. Like, yeah, they got their thing, but you can just <laughs> tell those dudes are like authentic too. Yeah. You know, oh, all those other dudes oh. rapping about yes. doing that stuff. And and I like, think in that, first been, in that first Griselda that's why they've album, been so embraced. Yeah. They yeah. produced the whole thing themselves. Like, yeah, first one is like. Well, that's why they've been embraced. It's because. 
they're uniquely them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, like, yeah. like yeah. you guys, so there's not, there's not mm. a lot of that, especially yeah. like it's real rare what's nowadays. What's like pop, yeah. exactly rap. No, yeah, and it's cool. Yeah, about, they're so big, man. Yeah, it's crazy how and big it, they are for it being yeah. like considered underground or independent, like East Coast hip hop. Like, but like I, they're huge. On that note, like I was saying, I don't understand how Westside's the one who's popped the most out of all of them. <laughs> I don't get that. I feel like he's like the flavor flavor. I guess so. That, I that, don't no, understand. That, that's it. the thing because I love Benny the most. Yeah. And then the Machina. Give yeah. Me, give me some Conway. And yeah. then West Side is at the bottom for me. Out of the he's three, like the comic relief. Yeah. yeah. Out of the three, he's <laughs> the I mean, least talented I, in I, my I, opinion. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. there's certain tracks, like the one he did with Royce to Five Nine, where I'm just like, this is great. But <laughs> yeah. it's like the yeah. perfect amount of of him of him compared to balancing Royce. out Royce. Yeah. yeah. And that's like to me, he's always like the little. He's like ODB, but not as yeah. I, I mean, not ODB as funny. Bard, not though. as good well, though. Yeah, that's what I mean. He like, like he provides <laughs> the same type of sabor that ODB did yeah. for Wu Tang, just that mm-hmm. you know a lower level. Well, yeah, and that's the I've thing gotten too, a lot though. of hate from it though. Yeah. Like, I get mean, messages on our Instagram page like, "How could you not like Griselda?" And it's like, "Fuck, man." There's like certain <laughs> rules in hip hop. Yeah, now. I get yeah. so much hate. They're like, like you can't talk shit about Griselda. Yeah. So, like That's it's a okay rule. to defend Kanye yeah. West and pretend like he still makes good <laughs> yeah. music. No, exactly. Right. It's There's like, a bunch of friends that love Kanye, and we're you. just like, Thank you, Sean. Wah, wah, wah. I will. Uh, so people don't talk about these rules that are unspoken. Yeah. You know, it's like people I'll, need to know. It's fucked up. I'll shamefully admit, though, I thought Donda was great. I uh, loved it. You like what you like. Oh, I, <laughs> yeah. don't, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> it's a, uh, twelve songs yeah. too long. No, but this is the thing, and I love how well, which you, version uh, of Donda? Because uh, like the version I listened to when it first came out isn't the version that like most is people yeah, heard. Yeah, yeah. The original, I guess, the one that yeah, first came yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. No, I fucked with it. No, I was but like, all right. I love how you guys like talked about voices, you know, because like out of hip hop, like the sounds and the yeah yeahs, you know, with like the girl lead singers, like the voices sound fantastic. And what sucks is Westside Gun's voice doesn't hold up to par. I liked the Danny yeah, Brown comparison. Rough. Yeah. That's exactly what it is for me. When Danny just bars, it's fucking amazing. He, he's good. But as when soon he, tries as he does to do that voice, pitch, I can't do it. I like, can't do it. Yeah. Like, yeah. No. I can't do it. I understand. And like he's one of Detroit's finest if yeah. he doesn't try to do that fucking exactly. gnarly fucking nose fucking shit. Exactly. Danny Brown just spit bars, motherfucker. That's like, it. Yeah. Just, to me though, like I understand it's funny. Like <laughs> and like I said, it's kind of like comic you know, comic relief. Yeah. It's I mean, not that's always for everyone, that's though. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like, there's, like, 10 Danny Brown songs I like. There's, like, because, like, I'm a big Ab Soul fan, and it's, like, he, he's he got Danny on a bunch of them, and I'll oh, be like, yeah. damn, this is dope, this is dope, mm. and then Danny comes on, I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like, you just killed this yeah. whole song. Like, it's just not, like, but I'm like, not coming like, back to this one Like, now. Danny's latest album was, like, fantastic, because he didn't have that nasally that's what I'm saying. fucking, like, shit, like, just spit Detroit motherfucking shit, dog. That's yeah. all you need yeah. to do. Get rough with it. And, yeah, like, you, you straight? You good? Yep, you know, exactly. We'd be all right. I knew we'd, we'd I, be all right. I knew we'd love talking hip hop with you guys. No, and that's, <laughs> and that's why we want to bring that's some shit up. So, like, what are what do you guys think the best voices in hip hop are then? Off the top of your head, off the top, off the top. To me, and this has been true since I first heard him. That's Method rough. Man is is one of the. He's most. got a great voice, and he could test the the stand of time. And he's or, got that little slur like, with him too, and, and he's yeah. so smooth. And, and he's he, never not, and good. he barely yeah. cusses like. That's the thing. He barely drops M bombs. He barely like says fuck. To have that cadence, that voice, to stand decades. I'm a I'm a I'm a stickler for that. Junes will will tell you like I'm when I listen to your music or to anybody's music. Like I'm very like technically minded. Like all right, how are you doing that? What are you rapping here? And like if I hear too many cuss words, I'm like all right, you're just you're just crutching. Yeah, that's yeah. all you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Or like, like, or like yeah. old, utilizing the, exactly. the vocabulary. Or like old, old Little Wayne, where he used to write 
everything with the N-bomb, you know? Yeah. And I mean, I just... Like, when going back to when I first would try freestyling in my friend's basement, that was the crutch. Yeah, um, exactly. And it was like it was you know easy. you would throw that mm-hmm. in there, and then like you, you gotta. I remember making that transition from and stopping. Yeah, breaking yourself like, from that. Yeah, and like, like stopping you. Like that's a crutch that I'm using to yeah. fill in syllables. The English language has so here. many synonyms yeah. and stuff. It's like you could find another word, yeah. but that also helps. Going from freestyle to writing, where yep. you, oh definitely, and you going back and forth between the two, where you're like, there's there's I can fill that syllable with something besides fucking exactly. Yeah. Like, that's or the M. That's kind of or, how I write. I'll, I'll like yeah. freestyle my stuff mm. and record it or write it down like on voice note, and then I'll go back and edit everything and put in words that should rhyme there. That is another different word that'll fit mean the same meaning, but it's got more syllables, and then I can rhyme in other bars. So, like, I mean, I kind of transition from freestyle to editing it into into writing every time I write a song. It usually starts out freestyle. That way I can get that natural That was the next that natural feeling and energy. We love talking about, like, we have poets. We have, you know, our, mm-hmm. all sorts. The process. Like, I, I I went from, you know, writing poetry to, to writing raps. And it was the same thing. Okay, how can I take this poem I've written and like put it into like it fits in the song with the band yep. and and get that to work out like how how is your what's your process my process is kind of weird actually i'll like listen to the beat or whatever <laughs> and then i might think of a line uh or maybe a couple bars or something and then i kind of just like it's it's never in order usually the beginning of the of the verse is the last thing that i wrote so like it's based on just that bar so mm-hmm. i'll i'll take that bar all right that's cool that'll be cool to end this six bar sequence, put it there. Okay. Now where do I build? Okay. I build forward or am I building backwards? Like, so maybe I'll come up with four bars. This is how I'm going to end the verse. Then I'll come up with another two bars, but I want that to be the end of this four bar scheme. Pop that in there Oof. and then just it's build. Like a puzzle. Yeah. It's <laughs> it really, is. it is it's like a puzzle. Technical. Most of the it's time, technical. most of the time I'm writing backwards. Okay. So, but I mean usually, like he also writes in the shower. <laughs> But that's that's how, where I do my best writing is in the shower. In the shower. Yeah. I do that's a lot of like good things write. on the toilet. So don't like if worry you're writing that. a story, like that's how you're like you need yeah. to have the ending. Yeah. And you write back or like as a teacher, lesson planning. All right, what do you want them to know? That's where you start, and then you go backwards from there to where you starting exactly. at to get them okay. there. Especially because like I feel like the, for me, it's hard to start a verse because I feel like. It's always so corny, man. Just starting, we're like, "Hey, this I'm doing a rap song." You know, it's like it's always. So I'm a cool. boss. I yeah, got yeah. I got a kid. It's I got always, a chain. It's like, always so corny. Yeah. So it's like I never know how to start. So yeah. I'll just find a bar, plug it in, that's and then so, just build yeah, around. Work it. That's so funny. Yeah. yeah. When uh, I was in this band and we had another MC, like it was me and a singer, kind of, and then we added another MC. Okay. And when we did that, it was so much easier to go off of him. Okay. Then try because like I was always the one writing. Like he would do the hooks and stuff, but I always had to write like the first or like the, it. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. How we were starting off everything, and it was so much pressure. And then we had this you know, another MC. It was like, wow, it's way easier if he like has the topic <laughs> starts yeah. and starts it, and, and I, I can like it. play off what he's going and end the you know the tale or the mm-hmm. theme or whatever. That's so funny you mentioned that. Yeah. Have you guys seen the movie The Art of Rap? Yeah, yeah, I saw uh, that. Is I that th- the one that Ice T did? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah okay, yeah. I was gonna yeah, say, yeah. I think I own that on DVD. I have it in my I storage. I do too. Yeah, that's yes. fantastic. So good, and that was the coolest thing for me was just to see, you know, from like Rakim to all these different people. Yeah, how they work, how yeah. they work, and that do this technical thing. scheme because it's different for yeah. everyone Every has their different yeah. way yeah. of doing. Yeah, I remember like, M and M's where he just like will write down 
a Bullet word points, and then right? rhyme mm. as many rhymes as he can and then fill it in. And, and then like, like Rakim, that makes sense. Yeah. how he breaks it up into thirds. I've done that sometimes too. Where he like, he rams, he rhymes three times in a verse instead of twice. I learned know? so and much from like, like <sighs> yeah, when Rakim was talking about the syllable part, I'm like, this is the thing that I've never been able to articulate <laughs> yeah. that's that my, I'm trying yeah. to do. That's my biggest thing yeah. is like making sure every syllable matches in every bar. You can ask this guy. It drives like, me crazy. <laughs> and and it, it's because sometimes it's like, it, it's, it. it's like, it gets in my way sometimes. Because I'm like that, but it doesn't it, work. It doesn't rhyme the way the it does in the bar before. It has to all be very structured, and it's like OCD. <laughs> and I'm I'm learning to break myself from that by not editing my freestyle so much and just letting them kind of live how the natural energy first started out exactly. when I when I felt the beat. So it's like trying to find that middle ground for me. And I also can't sit down and write. Like anybody that sits sits in a chair and writes is crazy to me. I. I pace like a crazy man back and forth. Like my lady's like, are you writing tonight? And I'm like, yeah, she, she goes in the bedroom and like leaves me alone. Cause I'm pacing in the kitchen and the living room. Like it's, it's awkward. I can't sit down and write. It's, it's weird. It's gotta be this whole active thing for me. And yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. You know? I do my best writing in the shower. Yeah. He stands still, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so it's crazy to think about though. To ease their own. But that's like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's like the contrast between us too. Cause it like, that's why he says he's, bad at recording he's not but it's because he's got so many fucking syllables in his verses <laughs> that like he's got to record it a hundred times because they never line up how he wants yeah, it. he has to get the cadence right. right he has to get We're that like, cadence for me my style is just like i've always been a big fan of all the weirdos so it's like i'll be offbeat on this part he's I'll very come much in late I'll like, like, I, I like idea like idea like idea, a lot, like idea. A little mf eagle, doom yeah a little off cadence odb yeah. stuff like yeah. that i've so had people like, come up to me and be like dude he reminds me so much of idea mm. like trevor parker yeah 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 said that about you he's like dude he reminds me of idea and he's he's very much like that so it's no, that's what i'll tell like him and and when him and libs are rapping together i was like dude i love you guys but you guys are painfully on beat <laughs> painfully on beat <laughs> I guess Especially dope. Lives it sounds good. He's but, crazy yeah. with his like no. he uses yeah. crazy rhyme schemes and shit, but they're like always on perfect. So yeah, no, that's I like just being weird, man. If it that's funny, and that, yeah. no, and we and says. like we like that stuff too because we always talk about like stuff that are people on cadence and people that are they have their own cadence but still are on pace. Like it's crazy, doom. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like I said, like I said doom. they're never. They're never on beat, but they're never off beat. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's just, yeah. It's just it, fucking wild. It, it works it's like well, it's like a mad scientist shit. Like I'm Get not that internal. Yeah. yeah. We've got songs mentor. together. I've never got to understand it, but it works. Well, so. You know. Yeah. Like, yeah. No. Would you guys say you're you musician you musicians? Like, do you get involved in the musical side or like can <laughs> you tr- bridge the gap between the two? So, if you know what I mean. As far as like actually making it, I used to make beats. Um, something that like as soon as it transferred into the the programs and logic and Ableton, I can't figure that out. If I sat down I probably could, but um Al uh Morale, the guy the other guy in um Glass the other Glass He he does all the beats. So I would say that we're probably because he does, you know, he makes beats for all of us and stuff, but it's like we kind of have the ideas and structures in our head and then we channel it through him to actually do it and everything. Um, besides him making his own stuff as well. so Yeah, it, I mean, I work with Al a little bit more closely because yeah, exactly. we're in a group together, so we spend a little bit more time together. And the best thing about, I think, this is, I can't really play, I can play like half-ass a couple guitar chords and like a couple of basic melodies on like a keyboard and stuff like that, but I know how to structure and I can like hear how a song That's what I mean. should, yeah, 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 yeah how yeah. like where the beat should drop out and where a rise should be and there should be a crash cymbal here. And a bridge. And yeah, and like is, whereas... 
morale that I rap with, he'll find like a really good sample and a really good baseline. And so it's like when we come together, we can make a full beat that's not just like one person's idea has structure to it and it breaks up and down and that will turn like a you know a rap into a song it'll turn it'll you know you can just rap 16 bars three verses in a row or you can like have a bridge and have like you can turn it into like us an actual song um even with hip-hop so i don't play any instruments but i'm really good at like visualizing you know the like the uh, the timing the and everything, yeah. yeah, you yeah can, I can look at the files and be like, we should cut it there, place this here, drop that down. Let's add a riser, and I help structure it a lot. But I don't know how to work any of the programs. Like, I don't that's know. What how, I don't know. Though, it's like a more of a, pr- a production. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of like yeah. Morale gets. does everything. He'll sit there at the computer and like delete this, click that, add that, do this. Yeah. He'll do everything that I ask. Yeah. I don't know how to do it, but I know yeah. what it should sound it's like. Right. A producer. I've yeah. never made mm-hmm. music with like a producer. I've always been in bands. Yeah. So it was always like. The collaboration part of like, all right, working with the drummer, working with like the guitarist, like as we're making the song. But like not everyone always spoke the same language. And I found a lot of time I was translating from like the guitarist to the keyboard. (laughs) This is what he means. Like here, like this. There you go. Because like the timing's different sometimes or like they just don't see the music the same way at the same tempo that's why i wondered Mm -hmm. you know you guys as rappers like how does that work when you're working with your producer when you're yeah putting everything together and for me too um obviously the traditional is what three sixteens and two hooks right (laughs) so that's just kind of i like to try to not do that as much as possible so i'll like hear something and then i'll just make up my own rules for it like all right that'll sound dope we were actually just talking about this track the other night he (laughs) was like well the hook's here i was like we can put whatever the fuck we want there man why don't each of us rhyme the hook before our 16 bars so it sounds like it's part of our verse but it's all the thing it's it's art yeah i was like whatever whatever the fuck you want yeah so on this track i just released i think i have like I think it's like the it's like sixteen bars I think and then um, a hook and then I think I do like eight bars and then a hook and then another like twelve or something. Yeah, I don't know. It's I, like, like a, I just do yeah. whatever the fuck I want. It's like a bridge do, in the middle know? of the yeah. song. Yeah. It's it's really fucking. Not so, every song has to be yeah. the three no, minutes. Exactly. exactly. Like, like exactly, you said, it's yeah. art. It, it, no, it's it's art because like lately people are doing like sixty seconds. Like yeah. they're doing a buck twenty. Yeah. And then sometimes they do like a, 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 a little bridge. Yeah. And it's just crazy how short songs are now. But it's still it's still good. Though. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Compared to like back in the day where it was like three fifty was a three thirty was the average. Yeah. yeah. For, In between three yeah. and four minutes. Yeah. yeah. It was three, an average. Three sixteens yeah. and uh and usually yeah. a two, bar two, hook. And, and a bay hooks. bar yeah. and like no yeah. bridges, just like two hooks, yep. your bars, and like now it has changed. It know? took a while because one of the bands I was with they were all jazz musicians. Okay. So first of all, everything was like improv. <laughs> all over, all over the. I like because I had like like the other band I was in was like very regimented, like rock classic. Like, all right, you know, we we start off the verse. You got sixteen. Then we have a choreo. Yeah. And yeah. then these guys were like, oh, like I'm that sixteen bar. That's just like a fill I'm doing right there. <laughs> They're like okay, okay, okay. Well, so they're just vibing. Yeah, yeah. they're yeah. like, can you rap sixty-one bars right here? <laughs> yeah, you're like, and I'd be like, guys, especially if like, like classic doing rock. A show, when you're fucking, we like, gotta have some <laughs> songs with the, some structure. The, the breakdown. It can't be like, like, okay, you do like a two-minute solo one time, and then the other time you leave it out completely yeah. Yeah. without yeah. telling me. Yeah. Like, you know, what was going on? Or a five-minute guitar solo. Yeah, everybody's I mean, just standing watching him. Yeah, working with, with musicians yeah. has got to be hard. I've only worked with uh, 
we had a drummer once. He was actually the drummer for Kaiser Soze, uh, John Hall. Okay. No, he's the. And he's from Carson as well, so I grew up with him. And uh, it was back when the Have To was still going, and we played a show, and he, he brought his electric drum set and played the last like four or five songs with us. And that's the only time I've worked with somebody. And it takes so much more practice and time and like concentration and communication even with just a drummer playing just the drums all the samples and everything are the same he's just doing a drum beat so i can't imagine having like a bass player or guitarist someone who does keys and like a all horn jazz. player and shit it was like frustrating that. Like, at first that's gonna I'm like, be hard to figure out like i got my ver- i know what i'm doing why don't you know <laughs> what you're like you know what i mean like i got my verse down like together. i could do this like yeah. a million times over i got and it was but like once we learned how to work together like we made some really cool songs that would have like a dope intro where like you know i rapped and then we broke off into like this tailwind and then like came back around you know a minute and a half later and it was like a six minute song but it didn't feel long and it was dope but it was whew. It's yeah. like a jam band. So much work. It's like It was like a, a lot a it was frustrating yeah. for all of us. But like at the in the end it was great like yeah. once we figured out you know how to work together. That's dope. All right. Hell yeah. So bringing everything around, what inspired you guys to do a podcast? <laughs> After all this music jazz. What inspired Shit, you guys man. to like do the Rap Dad podcast? We just want to share other creative people, whether it be entrepreneurs or promoters or rappers or tattoo artists or graffiti artists or other podcasters. We just want to share this, the people and the stuff we like with people that we know. Basically, we want to we just want to share the love. You know, there's there's enough room for everybody here. Yep. You know, it's not like if you like one podcast, you're not going to listen to another podcast. Yeah. If if they're both good, then you're going to listen to them. Gives I listen sh- to a ton of podcasts right? from yeah. hip hop podcasts to comedy podcasts to true crime podcasts. Yeah, political stuff. You, exactly. Yeah. It's like there's enough room for everybody here. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So we want to sh- want to share that with some people and and possibly even bridge some of these gaps between all these different you know splinter factions or whatever that are out there you know what i mean we've had um elzo actually he was like oh yeah i was listening like i'd never heard of smoke you know i checked him out he's fucking dope it's like yeah so it's like songs with lewis logic and shit all the guys that we know who are in the underground could check out dudes like treasy and 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 zp radic and and darth tone and stuff and then the guy the underground guys like or then vice versa you know treasy could hear uh buddy wireless and um, you know, check out some Elzo stuff, you know, all that just help bridge these gaps a little bit. Yeah. Or if there's anybody out there that's like an art fanatic or is looking for a tattoo artist, we've had a, you know, a, a, a mutual friend of ours who's also a tattoo artist that works at a local shop in South Reno who does crazy fucking work. I mean, he, he did, uh, uh, Edward Scissorhands face. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's a, a the, beautiful portrait. Amazing. He did it's my, fucking crazy. I have the, uh, the Ninja Turtles, uh, up here, but they're in the the, the classic Death, Death Row. Row records, oh, where they're all in the nice. black sweaters, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. It's so sick. And yeah. Ninja yeah. Turtles is my shit, dude. Yeah. Right? Like, Seriously, I feel like, like if you don't fuck with Ninja Turtles, if you're, if you're no, of a certain I, age, and I wish right? they exactly. fuck with Ninja Turtles from comic book Ninja Turtles, not necessarily like where they're all 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 culture. with the red bandanas. Exactly, yeah. they were yeah. all black, and April O'Neil was black in the comic books, mm-hmm. and obviously, you know, shit that happens, they made her white. You know, <laughs> yeah, they made her a ginger. Yeah, she had red hair and shit. Like yep, yep. they yeah. made her, they made her extra white. And in the comics, <laughs> she was a person of color. Yep. See, that's fucked. Well, but you know that happens. Let's you know? take yeah, it does, it does. let's take the second break here. Yeah, Sean, okay, okay, what's okay. your song of the week? Sean, let's so, go. 
Um, I changed it last night because <laughs> so this album is so fucking and like good. the crazy thing like this is what I love about like I you know I play music in class and this kid was like oh he's like you listen to Isaiah Rashad and we started talking and then he was like you know Corday's album came out today right and I was like oh shit I'm like is today the day like I I lost track you know and he's like yeah so I, last night you know I made the plan at like nine o'clock. Uh, I was like, all right, this I'm gonna go listen to it. <laughs> you know, got the the headphones in, went in the room and just vibed out to the whole song or the whole album. And uh, so I'm gonna play Carter or C Carter uh, off Corday's new album. So uh, listen and enjoy. Sound yeah. <laughs> huh. Yeah, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, uh, <laughs> boys and girls. Yeah, uh, I used to dream about a Dodge Charger Suicide though, sitting on 24s I was trying to find a job and shit, why bother? Being broken, make you try harder Sitting in the house, watching Coach Carter Plotting on this fucking Cartier hey, Plus a nigga trying to go father I finally arrived and nobody's here I used to dream about a new Hummer Back when good music dropped cruel summer Back when niggas wondered if I do numbers Check the stats, boy, a nigga doing huge numbers Got this dime piece sucking on my cucumber I ain't doing too bad for a newcomer This life shit gave me scars with a bruise under Certain shit'll make you wonder But that's a part of the game We call life, love is hard to attain My little brother drive a Jeep and I just bought him a chain A real nigga what I miss and what I always remain But this bitch temptation keep calling my name I wrote this song in LA, I was driving my Benz Thinking about this road I'm on to acquire ends I'm a fucking outlier, I retire these trends Niggas told me I was stupid just for hiring friends I used to dream about a Dodge Charger Suicide though, sitting on 24s I was trying to find a job and shit, why bother? Being broken, make you try harder Sitting in the house, watching Coach Carter Plotting on this fucking Cartier hey. Plus a nigga trying to go farther I finally arrived and nobody's here Okay, listen to these proverbs or odd words we call rap music That took me all across the globe, watch people react to it Figments of imagination, couldn't fathom elation Indescribable with words, so I'll go illustrate it Illustrious rhyming career for which my rhymes are revered Clear signs of alignment, shows my timing is near We all here for an assignment, several souls that are migrant Simply vessels in this climate, solitary confinement I break free every time that I wake My faith leads and creates seeds that eventually Blossoms of trees, getting rid of all the extra shit I thought I would need. I put your head on the swivel, wear my heart on the sleeve, but just breathe. This simple exercise can even rectify our greatest sins. Although my days will end next to God, I atone for all of my wrongs throughout songs. But let him who is without sin go cast the first stone. I used to dream about a Dodge Charger, suicide though, sitting on 24s. I was trying to find a job, shit, why bother? Being broken, make you try harder. Sitting in the house watching Coach Carter Plotting on this fucking Cartier hey. Plus a nigga trying to go father I finally arrived and nobody's here Yeah, 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 Welcome back, guys. That was Sean's song of the week, and it was a C. Carter by Corday. 
banger. As we talked about, yeah, um, just one of those new artists that when people say there's no new rap, all new rap sucks. I'm like, listen to this guy. And this kid. Please tell me you don't like. And I like the best thing is I'm like, like people our age like him, but like my students like him Younger too. I remember like. Too. I was like listening to one of his songs, and like one of my students, they're like, "Oh, okay, you listen to Cordy? That's cool." I never met anyone like an old person <laughs> that listens to him. I'm like, "Cool, Thanks. I'm not old, yeah. motherfucker." Yeah. An old I, person. Yeah. Okay. I, I always tell Sean, "We're built different," <laughs> because like he's like all this shit, and I was like, "Sean, don't worry about it. We are different than everybody else." Like it's true. Like, like fuck them. When like, you're 50 and you're like, "Yo, do you guys like that new Nas album?" <laughs> No, Which because hopefully like, we'll be saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope so, because yeah. he's crushing it. So no, him and Hit Boy, what a great but, combination. Dude, Seriously, it's you, crazy. Would you ever think that yeah. they were just a match made in heaven, <laughs> dude. for multiple projects? Yeah, three now and Listen, four coming when up. You guys were talking. I was yeah. like, this is the same thing we were saying. It's just you, know, you love like we always mm. love Ghostface Killer because he's always willing to work with new people, yeah, try new things, and he's diverse and within like, the yeah. decade, change yeah. up, you know? like, and he's still mm. relevant. And Absolutely, watching Nas do it, like, I'm like, I hope yeah. more of these guys come out of their caves and and do stuff yeah. like this. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah. dude, amazing. But this this Corday album, like, production, fantastic. Like, the two songs that stuck out to me in this album was Super and uh, Champagne Champagne uh, Glasses. And Is that the one with Lil Wayne? No, it's the one with Freddie Gibbs. Obviously. Freddie Gibbs, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> like if you if you know me, he loves a Freddie. Freddie Gibbs. How could I have forgot? Gangsta Gibbs is my man. There's no, there's only Freddie Gangsta Gibbs. There's only three things that came out of Gary Indiana that I feel are fantastic: Michael Jackson, Freddie Gibbs, and my boy Robbie. And that's it. <laughs> and y'all know Robbie. <laughs> y'all know Robbie. You guys okay, probably great. you guys probably don't, but you guys know Michael. You, you should guys know Freddie. <laughs> But and three, you should know Robbie. Three, and then Robbie told me something else, but no, honestly, it wasn't that important. You don't so know Robbie. <laughs> he told me something else. Let's move on to the meandering question, <laughs> Caesar. All right, all right, all right. Let's go to me. Instead of the person, none of us know. Yeah. Hey. Meandering questions. They used to be rapid fire, but we want you to take your time <laughs> yeah. and okay. give give the the people what they need when you answer these yes. questions. Thank you. All right. To start, this one's we asked this to all of the podcast people. It's a hard body one. Who would be your dream guest to have on the show? Dead or alive? Sure, dead or alive. Follow your heart. Anthony Bourdain. Ooh. Ooh. Great. Yeah, what's funny? That's a great answer. That's my man right there. He's he's like a true G. Like that dude is just No. He's he's seasoned as a it, human. In everything. Exactly. Because it's just like we we love shitty dive bars. We love beautiful people. He, in his head, they're best friends. No, no, no. <laughs> if me, if me and Anthony Bourdain met, we'd be best friends. That's all what I'm saying. Like, like, if if he came and sat in my fucking dining pounds, room, like, he'd be sleeping on my couch. He'd stay the night. We'd no, go brunch like, the next day. We drink mimosas. We, we probably <laughs> wouldn't be sleeping. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, yeah, like, it's true. <laughs> like real talk, we wouldn't be sleeping. Yeah, up all night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, no. For me, no, Anthony, that's, that's probably Anthony Bourdain or or Kurt Cobain. What about you, Michael? Both my man. Uh. Probably, I don't know. I'd probably keep it hip hop. Go with Idea. He's my, Ooh. he's probably God my favorite damn. rapper of all time. Mm -hmm. So I got idea. major street cred the other day <laughs> when I told one of my students. He was like, ask me about him, and I was like, I remember when he came to Reno. He's like, what? Oh, he came to Reno. I was like, <laughs> he's yeah, been to Reno bro. long. Yeah. He came to Reno a couple times. I'm like, 
you know, I'm like, it was before you were born. I'm not going to make you <laughs> I mean, shout out to yeah. a, a, a young student that knows who Idea yeah. is. Oh, this kid's fucking cool. Like, That's amazing, He's dude. all, like, as soon as he found out I was yeah. into hip-hop, he's like, no one likes hip-hop. Like, I mean, I mean, like, hip-hop, hip-hop. <laughs> and just... You know, just watching him like he's, that's how it starts when you're you get into that. You just think that you're, the, you're like the only he's one you're age. in in on. Yeah. on you know it, all everything. the deepest yeah. underground yeah. shit exactly. that nobody else. Knows. Nobody even likes him. <laughs> no. Well, like you guys that. know about you know, Sage like, Francis. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the type of shit like, they yeah. ask me. Yeah. I'm like Sage like, Francis. That fat fuck. Yeah. I'll express yeah. yeah. shit. Heard I met him before. Like one kid literally was like, "So like you like Woot." You like Wu Tang? What do you know about? I'm like, God, I liked bro. it before Hulu. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> if you knew who you were asking that question, but yeah. great, great. I, yeah. I think like our, I always say because they've influenced us so much. Our dream guest would be Jesus and Marrow, just because. Uh, okay, because we're pretty much the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, Fucking yeah, yeah. Like, 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 like if we were like across, you the guys things, are the best time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We would have an eight-hour podcast <laughs> of just talking shit and A like full work day, drinking and smoking. <laughs> yeah. All right, next question. You guys are dads. Top three essentials for a dad when you leave the house. Oh, damn. It depends on the age of the kid. Yeah. Cause so, how old are, so yeah, how old are you? Yeah, yeah. My son's almost three. Yeah. Okay. So my, no diapers, potty trains. Yeah. That's the same like, age as his daughter. Like, like I said, for me, it's going to be wipes, snacks, music. So there you go. My phone's <laughs> always loaded with music. <laughs> Always, yeah. and it's always whatever he might like. Sometimes it might be some. He might want to listen to like some like he wants to listen to a soundtrack for Toy Story or something crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm a lonely yeah. cowboy. He'll yeah. sing the song, <laughs> but it's definitely you got to have you got to have something to clean the kids up with wipes, the wipes. or paper towels or something Essential. like that mm-hmm. for sure. And me and always an extra set of clothes. You got to have mm-hmm. pants and shirts because sometimes my son's just too hype at the park, doesn't want to stop to go pee, and he just pees in his pants. And or, it's like, you know, if, just, if you just take him from the park with peed pants, he's like losing his mind. It's like, you you got to transition him, change him real quick, let him yeah. play a little bit, and then be like, all right, we got to go home. We got to get you in the bath. You got a bunch of pee on you. So those yeah, are the three for things skin, for me. Bro. No, it's Dad. You don't, you, we don't want rashes. We don't want you itching. We gotta you don't want that clean. rub. No, 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 no. Definitely. So those are the three things for me, definitely. I'd say for me, my son's just over two years old now. So as of right now, when I'm leaving the house, diapers wipes and then uh he's obsessed with dinosaurs everything is dinosaurs 24 7 so usually i gotta grab a dinosaur on our way out too so i I like i'm glad to see kids are still fucking with dinosaurs oh man (laughs) my baby fucks with dinosaurs so much son you would love it's all about dinosaurs dinosaurs are hard body karate and that's his whole they are that's his whole identity they're still legit in the little kid world like dinosaurs are are the are the best Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah because <laughs> nice. like my, even my baby watches that on netflix that like uh jurassic park where the like animated one the yep. animated mm-hmm. one where like there's kids yep. yeah but even though she's a toddler she understands what these kids are running yeah from they're now. like yep. in the yep. park and yep. they're scared yeah my son watched yeah. that too no it's fucking wild <laughs> it's i thought totally like the so t-rex cool. would like scare him or something but he gets no. all hype about it he's yeah. all yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> the only thing that scares my baby is daddy when he's pissed <laughs> exactly. right <laughs> that's the only thing like shit all right, next question. Um, what and who are the biggest influences on the, like your style, your flow, and your delivery as MCs? Mm, I'm going to let you go first on this because that's, this that's is, hard. This is the that's del- a hard question. This is a delicious, style, delicious flow, question. And just overall influence, huh? Damn, that's a tough one. I would probably have to go back to Idea for some of that. He gets credit there. Um, ODB. 
biggie probably i wouldn't say like as far as my how i write or anything obviously that's a totally different thing but just like um like that was one of the dudes where listening to rap like oh shit i want to do I this do you know this. what i mean yeah. no especially since you want to bite people's heads off because for me there's a difference between a rapper and an mc mm. biggie was a rapper he could say anything however outlandish but it's fucking tight yeah and like the lyric i like to always point out to people you look so good I'll suck on your daddy's dick. Yep. Like, yep. who the fuck says that? Yep. And Biggie said it. And got away with it. And everyone was like, that is a hard body fucking yeah. shit. And I'm like, that's a rapper. Yep. Like, Jay-Z can never say that. Yeah. Nas yeah. can never say that. But Biggie being a rapper? But Touche yeah. to you, Bobby. Touche. I would say overall influences are probably your, you know, early thousands underground, you know, emo rappers, idea, mm. slug, you know. Ollie to a certain extent, all that stuff, yeah. but yeah. Rhyme Sayers, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's kind of me too, because we're the same age, same genre. But instead of like a Biggie, it would either be he doesn't fuck with Biggie. I don't. That rapper, okay. unfortunately. No, it's I'm, fine. I understand. You guys are younger. I get, I get hate like, for that. You guys are like, younger. Hate. Like, he was already dead. <laughs> I respect. You weren't it there for it because. Oh like, no, I'm down. I fuck oh, with Biggie hard. He yeah. loves Biggie. Yeah. Like I'm not, I respect it if you don't fuck with it, but like. He wasn't I mean, given enough time to put enough. I was there, but like to, to me in eighth grade, to see what he was about, like ready know? to die. Like that was like people were quoting mm. that shit on the playground. Like, yeah, you know, give like, me the loot is true. one of the hardest tracks ever. I you quoted know I mean? every fuck. I quote. Yeah. I quote Biggie or Wu Tang every fucking Putting day. Put holes like, in your sweater. Like, uh huh. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like all fucking day, I quote yeah. them. Yeah, that's one of those uh, rules you were talking about earlier. <laughs> yes, uh, you're not allowed to say anything bad about Biggie or Pac. Very true. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and like even the little kids know that they're like, oh, I got my Tupac shirt just like prove their fucking. <laughs> and like and like for me, Pac is in a different genre, but like, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, continue. Yeah, sorry. Um, probably it's a it's an even match for me with Method Man or Nas. Um, I see that I see that in your bars. Their styles are just so timeless. The way that they can use word placement, and the way that like they'll sometimes do like a callback to a different rhyme scheme, like two bars later, and it's uh, it's just. Seems effortless for them, and then also as well, like uh, probably Greaves is a is a a big influence for me. Um, when I when I really started getting into like independent hip hop and wanting to play shows, I had met Greaves while he was DJing for Gray School while they were on tour with Atmosphere. Oh shit! So I met yeah, I met him like <laughs> super underground before he even put his first album out, yeah. and I've been a fan of him ever since. And I've been lucky enough to play every single show that he's played. I was gonna say Reno. I've seen you guys I, yeah. for a while for, for ten years. I feel like I get to play I with like him, four so. straight Greaves shows yeah. every year when yeah. you came yeah. here. Yeah. And, so yeah. I, I I've got like a a personal contact relationship with him he's been on a song that me and him are both on um and he's been a big influence just the way that he uh i I love that emo shit i was like a heartbreak kid you know fucking bad relationships so it's like that's another influence but like sometimes when you need to bar out you got to have some flavor and some style on there and method man and nas are two of the best ever i just uh no not at all yeah can i add one there i just remembered so yeah definitely content wise would be idea slug all those kinds of dudes but style wise would be doom obviously because very very doom taught me you could do whatever the fuck you want yeah you know and as long as you follow your heart, it's going to be fantastic. Exactly. Like fucking Doom. It, seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, 
<laughs> no, that makes sense a lot, dude. Especially with hey. you because you're kind of like um, even knowing you a little bit like obscure I said, kind. I already of. mentioned Doom earlier with your shit. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's my All final right. answer. The next one. <laughs> then the next one. As dads, what are you gonna do to relax? So I've been, uh, <laughs> so like I'm, you know, we're all older, you know, so like I've kind of uh, stopped following the world a little bit. And so like I don't really keep up with like the, the newest TV shows or whatever. And the thing I've been doing the most lately is going back and watching old 90s uh, era reruns of the Attitude Era for wrestling. So I'm just like, like I just watched uh, WrestleMania '99 today. No like, wonder you're so fucking biting my hands off. I just watch, you know, like all the basically all the Raws. I every mean, that's what yeah. I've been doing for like months now. From, I just, from the '90s. Yeah, 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 yeah. We do a podcast every other week, and I had no idea he's been. Uh, I've been doing this for months now. Never mentioned it. I thought me. I mentioned it. That's so funny. No, and that's no, why no, he bites once. your fucking head off <laughs> no, like, every time. Cra- the attitude era. It cracks like, me up too because, like, because, like, like uh, uh, you know, my suck it. My dad wasn't beautiful. My, beautiful. My dad wasn't really in the picture, so I joke around all the time that Stone Cold Steve Austin was my dad. You know, he helped raise me basically. So it's like <laughs> I'll be you, watching it. Can you drink a beer? And my girlfriend's like, he, "Oh, is that your dad?" I'm like, he, "Yeah." He, <laughs> used, he used to pound. Plenty of beer. Yeah, I don't drink yeah. anymore. Yeah, but he's two back years in the sober. day. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah uh, no. So Steve, mean, Steve Austin raised you a little bit. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to smashing re- beers. Yes, exactly. <laughs> two beers at once. Yeah, yeah. So at <laughs> night, when when the when the boy goes to bed and the girl's doing her own thing, like you catch me watching Attitude Era wrestling. You're that watching. Great, uh, that's hey. such a great answer. You're watching. You're watching <laughs> the X Factor, shit. elbow drops. Yeah, DX, uh, the, the Rock. This is like the Rock yeah. when he's early the Rock. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. When he wasn't a giant, young yeah, Dwayne, exactly. a fucking no, god, yeah, young yeah. Dwayne. It's Too much like fucking Royce. And where like, I'm, yeah. where I'm at, at it right now, he's just starting to catch too. So it's like ah. he's not even the biggest thing in wrestling right now. So it's a cool time. He's still with that little little tattoo. Yeah, his little Brahma bowl, fucking thing, and trying to get that elbow. You know, you know. I mean, to me, that's my wrestling fandom stopped. Like. I became an adult. Yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> so exactly. Like, yeah. So cold. That's my uh, like shit. Yeah. So um, I stopped watching right around like, you know, middle school, high school. I quit yeah. watching. But then like yeah. we got Peacock and they have all of it on Peacock. And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, damn, I'm going to relive well, my childhood. So that's I've just amazing. Been doing that. I might yeah. have to convince the lady to get the Peacock. Now it's only like $4.99 yeah. a month. We yes, just got yeah, it. Yeah. Super cheap. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fucking yeah. G. I didn't know you've been doing that. I thought I told you that. No, yeah. definitely, because I would have been like, what? "Welcome, <laughs> welcome to Up in the Mix, where we, uh, where we unveil the darkest secrets <laughs> from your partner." Yeah, I don't got anything like uh, anything hidden like that. Um, I, I just like if I'm not uh, if I'm not skating as a as a relief, then I'm most likely recording music. Those are the two things for me. It's like work, hang out with my son. Record music or skate, and it listening also, to you know, talk, yeah. I could tell that like skateboarding was like your thing. You did, yeah. That was like my first thing. That was before music, before yeah. rapping, before graffiti. And I that's was like, how, like, I want to skate. Yeah, and that's how I met him from riding BMX, like at the skate parks because we only talking have, shit to each other. We probably. Have, yeah. No, no, fucking, uh, fucking skateboarders. No, no, We've no, always uh, been cool with bikers. We hated yeah. rollerbladers. No, no, and that's the thing. We both have the same hate for fucking rollerbladers, <laughs> and I'm surprised they still exist. They do. Shout they out, exist. Shout out to JT and all his irrational <laughs> skateboarders. Roller, roller <laughs> yeah, yeah, JT hates his skateboarders. That is a fucking motherfucking fact. But like, no, and like, because like BMX skateboarding, same shit, like punk rock. Like, exactly. Fuck everything. We're going to do shit ourselves. 
I mean, yeah, being bomb, BMX like, is savage. It's like, oh, you yeah. got this giant piece of metal you guys are riding with? Fuck that. Yeah. Fuck all that. It's like we were talking that one episode about the bear claws where they just fucking oh, yeah. rip your shin Go apart. And just get a shinner right there yeah. with some spiked pedals. Yep. Nah. Awesome. That brings back memories. Like, oh, yeah. all, like all metal pedals and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I didn't, yeah. Like, 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 the first bike that? I ever yeah. had was a BMX bike yeah. with metal pedals, so I never knew any other thing <laughs> yeah. different. You're like, like, oh, this is how it is? So, like, my baby will hit me in the shins with, like, whatever she has. Like, it doesn't matter if it's, like, the broom or whatever. <laughs> and then, like, she hits me in the shins. And That's the, not a metal pedal. <laughs> no, no. But the lady's like, that doesn't hurt. And I was like, you haven't seen what hit my shit. Yeah, seriously. Like, I'm air and a quarter, 10 feet out, and I slip a pedal. You still got dents. Yeah. And yeah. I slip. Like, my, my shins are, like, the Rocky Mountain. Same <laughs> with mine. Like, my all shins fucking are messed day. up. When I wear shorts, it's yeah. just, like, all discolored and yeah. bruised and scarred. It's all it's fucked like, up. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I get hit in the shins. Like, I could probably be part of the Kumite or something like that. Like, you don't even know. Like, me, me and Van Damme. Ta -ta -ta. Yeah, no, skating is also like, uh, I, I kind of explained it to this guy here about how You're skating is. It's like an instant uh, gratification as far as like, when you play a show, you're like, yeah, people like my music. You play in front yeah. of 300 people and they're filling your music and it feels good. When you're skating, you go to the skate park. There's 10 people there that you skate with. You land a trick. They're like, yeah. You land another trick. They're like, yeah. yeah. So it's like five hours of getting that yeah. instant gratification. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like it's become really, really addictive over since the pandemic started. It's mm -hmm. like for a minute there, I stopped writing music completely. And I, all I did was skateboard, skateboard yeah. trips, skateboard every day. Like it was yeah. like it you was got consuming. your son skateboarding yet? Yeah. Oh waiting? yeah, he loves yeah. it. He loves it. Anytime that I leave and he's not gonna go with me, he's like, <laughs> it's an go. issue. Yeah. It's a little bit of an issue. I gotta like talk him out yeah. of it, and I gotta kind of lie to him and be like, you can come later. You can meet me there. And he's like, really? And yeah. I'm like, yeah, knowing damn well he. He's not he's coming not. to the park later. No, like today I went to Burgess and I didn't bring my bike because my baby is, you know, two and a half. Yeah. So she just played at the park and a bunch of old homies like were leaving and they're like, hey, Caesar, what's up? And I was like, hey, didn't bring my bike. I got my baby. <laughs> you know, like, 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 like no, kind of sad. It's like that because on Friday I was at that same uh, playground right there by Burgess. I know yeah. what you're talking about. It's got the bark and shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the whole time my son's like, a skate park and i'm like i don't have my skateboard yeah like, but we could go skateboard and i'm like yeah we could no she she had a little scooter like she's cool on it but she can't go on a wedge or nothing like that you know <laughs> and like if i brought few my, years were, fewer years yeah, yeah and if i brought my bike she'd be at the playground so i couldn't be on my bike and it's just like i we got, understand it I, just I, doesn't yeah, work i got your pain i gotta take the l which is tight <laughs> because i'm taking the w right now exactly it, yeah. it's a loss but it's also a win because you're like this is way more enjoyable watching my child be like extremely happy about a slide. Yeah. Than me being fucking, mad about not landing yeah, a trick. No, exactly. <laughs> no, it's fucking fantastic when she like slid down the slide and she walked up it backwards and was super pumped. And so I was right? like, I was like, did you see that I just did that? And I was, like, she's like, dad, dad, dad. I and I was that. like, still a W feels good. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Next question. Uh, what's your favorite restaurant in Reno? And what's one place you'll never go again? Ooh. Ooh, that's good, man. Give us some hard body shit. Okay. Let's go. So, um, for me, I, the place I'll never go again is Jim Boy's Tacos. Ooh. That's the best worst tacos, though. Yeah. The best worst. They used to be the best that's worst the best until worst. they were the worst worst when I got food poisoning <laughs> oh. from them. So I was like, oh, boom, that'll do uh, it. Yeah, that's yeah, the worst worst. When you get the boo boos, uh, then yeah. Yeah, and it's like food trust poisoning me, from a place. They, yeah. were, they were a spot to go late night after a show, had 
a little too much to drink and you want especially wanted some, since it's right there on second like exactly the prime time no matter where you're going yeah so that did me and that, that's the worst spot now i don't go there anymore and as of right now the spot that i've been going to is uh tijuana tacos on uh, i think it's i think it's technically prater I don't think it's four streets on Prater and Sparks, and it's a drive-through, and they also got a food truck. Oh, I drove by there because I go get my car washed over there. Yeah, yeah. I drove yeah. by there today, dude. I, their I quesadillas are so legit. I've never tried that place. When, and when you go inside, the way they make the quesadillas are right in front of you, and they just got this giant flat grill, and it's just like so aesthetically pleasing to watch them like melt all this cheese and fold like, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it makes me so happy, yeah. dude. Uh, it's dank. It's super dank. Have you been there? You live closer to it than I do. Uh, I don't think I have. No. Tijuana, I gotta Tijuana. tell the ladies. Is it like she that orangish it. building kind of? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. know what you're talking about. Right. Yeah. 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 No, that's my favorite spot. Right. I gotta tell a lady. She loves her little. Uh, I, I love tacos. Like yeah. I could eat tacos almost every single day. Uh, I think we're good. Uh, that's my girlfriend. Just or fiance was just texting me. I think we're getting tacos. There you I was go. Trying to decide where to go. <laughs> Damn, there it's you it's, go. it's, it's I gotta text my lady then too. I would say it's on the way home, <laughs> right? <laughs> we try to not eat out as much, so usually if we do, we're going out for like breakfast or something. So I got a breakfast spot. Oh, my, where's I, your breakfast? I would say my breakfast spot would probably be Joseph's down mm. here on on. Uh, Hard scene. You, you know what I'm talking about then. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Eggs, be, the yeah. eggs Benny at Joseph's. Fantastic, man! The waffle, yep. the, yeah. the waffle combo, and plus they're a bakery too. So their bread. When you is leave, fantastic. you can get some cakes and shit. Like, yeah. No, no, Joseph, go go to Joseph's for the eggs, Benny, Everything. and their fucking shit. Like, yeah. Oh, they're fucking baked. Oh, yep. So S- salute to Joseph. Even like their breakfast sandwich is yeah. super good. We didn't have oh, Joseph. Bang. We didn't have yeah. Joseph on Banging. the podcast, Sean. Let's fucking do it. There you go. The as egg- far as won't go back, like ah, fuck, man, I don't know. Um. Probably like I mean, no, I don't know. Like I said, uh, probably. Oh shit, I'm fucking <laughs> it up. Uh, let's just go with like uh, Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. Fuck okay. The, fuck, yeah. The, fuck that place. Too expensive. I don't and even the food like was Kind of whack. Yeah. All right. Cheesecakes whack. Foods whack. Too many damn options. Yeah. Get a smaller menu in yeah, the motherfucker. Yeah. And like make <laughs> shit precise, but they're corporation. Yeah. Like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I couldn't think of anything locally. I was like, yeah. You're like I like it all. Yeah. <laughs> Give them a straight a dukin. Uh, last one. What are your grooming beauty routines? You know, as a dad, you need to take care of yourself. And there's always a little bit, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, so my, uh, obviously, I'm a, a little bit more mountain manish. So I don't really like have a roots. I kind of, you know, wash myself, I suppose. But even as a brush mountain things man, a little bit, nearly, you know what I mean? Bit, yeah. Uh, but do you at least use shampoo? On yeah, your yeah, yeah. Of okay. course, but like I don't have any like crazy product I'm putting in, like yeah. styling it, doing all that crazy stuff. It's just kind of like the only reason my beard is like this is because I'm too lazy to shave, really. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> like so I don't really. Uh, I just I would say it's a basic hygiene routine. You know, <laughs> like there's nothing super. But extra you have to one. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not everyone has yeah. one. Yeah. No, definitely. Uh, I mean, obviously my. I don't even know if you consider this much facial hair an actual beard. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's I, a beard. I don't consider. No, that's a, there's no gaps. Okay, okay. that's a full beard. Because yeah. I'm with this guy, and he usually, I mean, the beard he had recently was like, yeah, he had like a, a real fucking mountain man my eight hair inch beard. Was like down to my back. He had super like, long yeah. hair. Um, me, I get my hair cut like every four or five weeks. Shout outs to Maxwell's. Uh, oh, Maxwell's. Who do you go? I go. You know, salute to Jer- Jesse. Jeremy. Shout out to okay. Jesse. Jeremy's Jesse my cuts my hair. Shout I love, out to Brian. Yeah, I love, I love that spot. And then I've got to keep my beard to a smaller length. I don't know about you guys, but when it starts growing out it gets so damn itchy that i can't stand it it's like when you first start wearing a hat or something 
And it's like you I got to get past it. No, that's the thing. You got to get past it because I, like, I, yeah, I never go. I never yeah. go so short that yeah. it gets that it's like that. Yeah, right. There. So I get yeah. mine trimmed like every few weeks, and it's just I, I like I just got it trimmed yeah. on thir- Thursday, and I keep it like this length. So yeah, I never have that problem. Yeah, yeah. like like for it's me, terrible. God, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah it's the worst. It's so I'll, annoying. Like, I'll cut it short. Week four, week five, that's the worst. And after that, I'll look like a terrorist out of the Middle East. But I do keep it shorter <laughs> in the summertime, and, and like no, yeah, summertime yeah. Oh, yeah. a little bit shorter because well, you've got long hair too. Yeah. So I mean, you definitely gotta you gotta give yourself some cool. <laughs> my hair was twice as long as this yeah. until last yeah. April. Oh, oh yeah. damn, it like, was like yeah. past my ass, yeah. and I like yeah. I was yeah. like, this is too much, no. too hot. And like when I went to Cuba, it was like down to here. Damn, it was like, it was like <laughs> sick. It was like twelve inches. It looked like a jihad. Yeah, dude, that's geez. No, and then I when I went to Cuba, commitment. I I can't do that. No, as soon as you get past that itchy, that's it. Yeah, I can't. Like, I never it made it. Past it. it literally takes no commitment. Yeah, it's literally. I'm just too lazy to shave. It takes or, more. It takes like, more commitment to yeah. shave. Yeah. than it does to. Or like, it. if it is itchy, just shower very consistently, yeah. and it'll go away. And after that week, it's like it's it's seriously one or two weeks yeah. at most. What I've heard is getting like after beard, that beard oil if it's itchy. Yeah, and yeah. Like there's things. Yeah, you but can, sometimes beard bomb, but people's like, skins are different. Yeah, you know? exactly. But if you know your regiment, shower, do your thing. What, that one or two weeks, and you get Caesar really wants you to grow longer. Beard. And do you guys and, do you guys and, brush and, your beards? Because I I still even though I have I like, started that, really yeah. short, uh, I still brush it every yeah. morning. No, like. I I brush it if it's like getting a little too wild, but usually yeah. it, it knows. Mine will it, it get knows super it, yeah. curly and tangled. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want it to like yeah. Yeah. look yeah, a certain down. way. So no, in the morning yeah. when I get out of the shower, I like brush it. Like if I'm like if I'm like it like the length you got, usually it stay just stays where it's at. But like once it gets like this, I'll wake up in the morning and I'm sleeping. And you're slobbering. It's all exactly. It's all intertwined with your hair. You know, but it's the deuce deuce, and I'm gonna piss off my lady and I grow my beard. So you know, there you go. She doesn't like it too much because sometimes it's like out of control, and like I said, it's just like, you know, sometimes it's too much, but. It's the deuce deuce. I did recently uh, get an office job though, so I think that I'm gonna have to probably step my, my your groom. facial shit. Yeah, my, yeah. My, my, you can keep it the same thing, length, just get it trimmed. Yeah, by and that's it. Yeah, yeah. So. But like, I work at home. There you um, go. Yeah. See, I, you know, yeah, I work in sales. Yeah. Like I've. My hair is mad curly when I grow it out. It just grows in this crazy like like afro like super big curly hair that's untamable. So I try to keep it short so it's not too hard to deal with. And I work like in customer service and sales, so yeah. it's more appropriate. Mm-hmm. But uh, there was a point in my life that I grew my hair out, and it was like with curls, it was down to my shoulders, and when I pull it out, it was like almost down to my nipples, and <laughs> it just, I just look like I, I look like yeah. sideshow Bob. Uh, like my hair was just like it, it's it, so curly. Yeah, it just nice. it was. It didn't. It was not happening. And all the rakes are fucking you up. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Every time I take a step, I'm like, <laughs> couldn't get to my car. Rake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Well, but you guys made it. That's the meandering question hey. section. Uh, I think, due to some time restraints, we might have to skip some of these further topics, Caesar, and save them for. No, because they are good. I got a bunch of good ones this well, week. Yeah, save them. With, okay, which are, what, what do you want, Sean? Let's go. We're, we're, Power your heart. There it went. Oh, there, there it goes. There Boom. It you know what? There it he goes. He got the whole episode. Yeah. Through. Fuck you. Yeah. 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 No one saw that because there's no video of me. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Hey, can we just go straight to fuck boys? Let's do. Let's do shout outs and then we'll do the fuck boys. All right. right, right. Because I want to give special shout out. Because I want to fuck people up this week. (laughs) I just want to give a special shout out to you know all the teachers out there. COVID outbreaks. Mm -hmm. Salute. Shit is crazy. Some of the schools have shut down. Yes. If you're still out there, I feel your pain. Yes. 
like just sitting there trying not to get COVID every day. Yeah. And then uh, shout out to the the, the people who wanted the t-shirts. Uh, who, who got, got t-shirts? Schwinn. Boy, Schwinn in San Diego. Mandy in Seattle. Katie and her man in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Her man is the one that designed them. Yes. To Frank in to Seattle. Frank with a PH. I put it on his package. <laughs> Frank. And then special shout out to my man, Nick Helmrich. I used to teach with him. Uh, I, he, I think I, he no longer is a teacher. Good for you, bro. I heard, but he recommended the podcast to someone else, and uh, yeah, they were asking me about it. He's like, "Oh, I know him. Yeah. He told me about the podcast." So, like, salutes to him. I haven't talked to him since we talked together like three years ago, but he's a fan. He's holding it down for us. Fucking thanks, a. bro. Oh, yeah. So more shirts coming apparently because uh, we've got a lot. We're sold of, out. Like, yeah, the s- shirts are gone. We'll be <laughs> making they're, they're more. We'll make we'll make more because we've, we've, we've had a lot of fucking people ask about it, and it's funny because like we told you guys we were selling shirts, and now that they're on limited edition, like. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck? Had, now you want like, them? Yeah, you literally had the last. Them. When was the show? The show was in what August? August or something? Because like that's when I sold, yeah, it was the first week of school. That's when I sold my Della photo uh, slash a Neon Babylon collabo, and my shit sold out. But Neon Babylon or up in the mix didn't sold out, and I was yeah, like, yo, like we post them. Months later, yeah. and they still out in three days. So, anyways, but don't worry. <laughs> Sorry, people. More is gonna come out. You fucking lazy fucks. We'll we'll get on it. We're all old people. And we understand. So yeah, shout out to you guys. Thanks. And uh, fuck boy the week season. Yes. Oh no, we're not gonna tell people what to call us. We will in a second. We'll okay, okay. Fuck boys of the week. <laughs> like, like I got a couple. I got a couple. I was scouring the internet. Two LAPD cops were chasing Pokemon instead of like responding to a robbery. I didn't think this was real. It is real. Seriously? Yeah. They were like chasing like on, on the Pokemon Go yeah. game? Like yeah. uh, like on their phone? Yeah. yeah. So instead of like going to a robbery in, in LA, they decided to catch fucking Pikachu instead of like catching a motherfucker that's doing shit downtown. <laughs> like there's a squirtle over here. Yeah. I'm not yeah. surprised. And I mean, uh, obviously, run our way. <laughs> 10 4 run our way. Yeah. 10 <laughs> 4. Stop yeah. and grab the squirtle real quick. And it's just like. <laughs> Like, I understand there's good cops out there, but it was sorry, too. like, sorry, the bad cops are fucking you guys' shit up. Were they going to catch it when they found it, or were they going to shoot it? Uh, yeah. They're probably going <laughs> to shoot it because they're fucking red blood American. Right. Chitty, chitty, bang, bang. It depends on the color of the yeah. Pokemon. Uh, exactly. <laughs> it's Squirtle, he's done. I feared for my life. <laughs> I fe- yeah. He was coming right at me. So, so fuck you guys <laughs> and the next one uh boris johnson the, double dip this yeah, week no and i i got a third one if we need to put a feminine person in this thing oh shit but uh boris johnson the uk prime minister he couldn't say he had a party at his garden because with the uk uh all their harsh their restrictions harsh covid restrictions uh-huh. he still had a party at his house so he's pl- plausibly Ooh. denying it. yes yes okay. i don't yeah. know yeah what, it depends on what the definition of yeah. at a party exactly yeah, 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 yeah. so fuck you too motherfucker and you did have a party because everybody knows so <laughs> yeah you're, yeah. you're <laughs> getting away with it yeah but you're the prime minister no one's gonna fucking go up against the you. double dip of the fuck yeah. it's been yeah. a while that's since a, that's there's been some weeks boy. we haven't had a fuck boy yeah we have two hey, whole hey, can, I, can i tell the women because i know fuckery goes beyond <laughs> it's, beyond a, it's a gender neutral term yes. on this. <laughs> so this, this lady in texas right off the top of the dome because i'm a, I'm a pissed, pissed off parent was her name karen uh possibly probably was but, she karen though so her son was like 12, 13 years old. She put him in the trunk as she, so her son caught COVID from school. She put him in the trunk 
as she drove to a local like a uh, COVID testing spot. And the people at the testing spot heard somebody in the trunk and it was her child. And she put him wow. in the trunk because he had COVID. Because he had COVID. <laughs> How old was this poor kid? Damn. He was like 12. He was a teenager, like 12, 13. Like, even... yeah. Damn. And I was like, he could at least stay by himself at the house. That's what I was just going to say. Like for, like, like for one hour. An, like, yeah, so an you hour. can go grab the test and come as back. She, as she drove. At 13? Yeah. yeah. And she put him in the trunk because he had COVID. That's to get herself to, put to a get, mask on. To get, her, to, get right? her, <laughs> to get herself tested to see if she could go to work and shit. So now, rightfully so, wow. she's like uh, get a, child endangerment. Her? Yeah, child. Good. Like good. she's she's on, on the shit for child endangerment and, and like shit. all that kid's future therapy sessions yeah. for being locked Seriously. in the Because drug. like yeah. fuck, like he's old enough to stay to realize by how fucked up this is and like to stay by himself at the house. He's gonna remember this shit. Absolutely, he's gonna be How is he not able to like fight her off? She'd be like, "No, I'm not getting in the trunk." But it's Texas. Is your mother like? Oh, she probably had. Probably had a gun. I'm about to stand my ground. Texas is different. Florida's different. Stand my ground. I'm about to stand my ground with you. Get in the trunk. Yeah, she fucking pistol whipped the shit out of her. I'm pretty sure it's legal to pistol whip your children in Texas. Yeah, yeah. We don't spank here. No, but it's crazy because like the people that were at the center heard something in the trunk so like, imagine being that person and being like he's like i put him in there because he has covid i'm dude. like why didn't you just leave him at home <laughs> yeah. like i guarantee oh, you went understand. to a cbs you or a, or a walgreens trunk? if anything just like put him in the back seat and make him stick his head out the window or something yeah. you know <laughs> yeah i yeah, feel like there's, there's a ton yeah. of there's other a lot options of, yeah. there's a lot of steps that were yeah. skipped you can put yeah. saran wrap duct yeah. tape duct tape solves a lot yeah. of shit right exactly like, like, yeah. try other things first so <laughs> put a fucking mask <laughs> yeah. on both of you yeah. yeah exactly i mean and roll the window yeah. down yeah. Yeah. that seems yeah. to be the protocol for everywhere yeah. so how about just a mask more of the story fuckery doesn't go beyond gender absolutely not you know god damn so three three fuck fuck people of the week salute to you guys Guys, fuck the shit out of you. Well, since we do have to say it's January fifteenth, and, and nothing we, fucking wild, and nothing too this, wild this year. We've made it. Nobody. Congratulations. Two, two weeks in. Nobody, two weeks in. Nobody storming the our fucking democracy capital. Is still standing. Some fucking bullshit. So like, far, yeah. you know who knows how the rest of the year will go. But we're taking it a week at a time. <laughs> and we I mean, really and like, we do now. We'll see. We're almost to February. You know, the month of love. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens when motherfuckers do with love. If this lady does that dumbass shit with a child, we'll see what happens. I just, you know, right. what's the next variant going to be called? Like, we got the Omicron. Okay, so supposedly. Ultra, oh, the Ultron. Ultracon. <laughs> Ultra yeah. Uh, TikTok conspiracy. It's like C is COVID, right? So we got C for coronavirus, D for uh, uh, Delta. Delta. Uh, o for uh, Omarion or whatever. Omarion. <laughs> Omicron. <laughs> Omarion. And then, and like, damn it, I knew it, like, Omarion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're trying to figure out the other letters. This is on the TikTok conspiracy you shit. You need to stop watching TikToks. Yeah. I, I, don't, I, don't know. I don't. My lady doesn't tell me. Well, we have one last question uh, before we go. First of all, thank you guys so much for being here. It's been a fantastic show. It's been a great yeah. time. Uh, talking hip-hop. Yeah. Let's, and like, and let's talk shit. Having not known dope. you guys, but like seeing you on stage and like seeing you perform over the years and mm -hmm. just being a part of this, the hip hop scene that we love so much in Reno. Um, appreciate you guys. But what are your goals and plans for the future with both the podcast and your music as you, as you look ahead to a hopefully 
still stay in the United States in a post-pandemic world. <laughs> Other than having us on the show. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's definitely a goal. We're definitely going to have you guys on for sure. Yep, yep. Um, and I mean, I think we both have the same uh, same general goal for the podcast is just to, to grow it a little bit larger um, and to, ex- to expand our our reach for our guests sometimes we kind of limit ourselves to a a lot of hip-hop artists yeah and there's so many people that are entrepreneurs and small business owners just in our area let alone you know in Truckee and Carson stuff like that that I think we just want to kind of open our our reach a little bit more and uh maybe start doing some video as well was was our our second goal we're completely audio only and nowadays that we were until the pandemic yeah, it almost and that doesn't was something cut it we, we we crossed over to recently. So and it'll be more later. Yeah, as soon as they get it's more, it's a time. slow transition. Exactly. exactly, it's it's time consuming. You know, and we both still make music full time and write songs, and we're both full time employees. We have jobs, and we're both fathers. So finding that extra time to edit a video that's an hour and forty minutes long and put it out every same other conversation. Week. It's, it's fucking hard. It's yeah. hard. It's yeah. time consuming. People don't understand. It's yeah. it's it takes a. a a different layer of commitment mm. to do that. We looked you know? into hiring someone. Exactly. We've but discussed that as poor. well. We have discussed get free that. apprentices, but yeah. don't have it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like, well, I don't, we don't, we Some, made $13 from this podcast. So yeah, exactly. That's not going to pay for anything. So people are like, why yeah. aren't you doing videos? Like, are you going to edit it? Yeah. Who's yeah. editing it? Yeah. Who's do, you, gonna, yeah. do you guys you, have a you nice camera? Do you have time? Yeah, like, exactly. Like yeah. the main thing is time. Yeah, it is. Because it's just like, I'd rather spend my time with my child and my lady then absolutely been like da, 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 on the fucking keyboard yeah like it, it's fun here it's fantastic it's great but at the end of the day i want to spend time with it would be seat. nice if this was the end of the work <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah it'd be yeah. like exactly all, all right. we, we turned the mic off we're like all right yeah. next yeah. week and someone else but if, if some producers has to but if anybody wants a podcast experience you know we, what? I'm making get, an ad for yeah. an intern. There we go. Right. There's, we, there's probably a ton of people that want to do yeah. that. I mean, as far as music, I mean, for me and my group, we just uh, we want to stay consistent with it. You know, the the pandemic put a big hit on Glass Tongue. The entire year yeah. of 2020, we didn't release a song. We didn't write a song. We didn't record a song. We just all pretty much collectively and unspokenly um, just sur- tried to survive, try right. to make sure that we were okay and we could pay our bills and it it, i feel like we were kind of forgot about for a minute it felt like that it felt like we weren't going to be able to play shows again because everything was shut down and like so i think we just want to come back stronger than we were before we left because we were just coming off a an album and a tour that we were doing and like a headlining show and then everything shut down so as far as music we just want to i want to come back twice as strong talk about the shows coming up I know you got one in March, yeah, right? Yeah, we do. We have one March 5th. It's going to be My Group Glass Tongue is headlining it. We've also got the Life Lounge on there. Super dope trio. Um, we've got Stevie and Sway. Super dope. Homies got, of the show. Yeah, exactly. We've got Melancholy on it. He's uh, he's getting back out there. Uh, yep. He's about to release an EP. And then we've got these young cats from, uh, I think they're from Truckee, and they're called Castaways, and it's a trio. And they're really humble, nice, talented dudes. And it's a free show at the Elbow Room and Sparks, um, you know, Shows lately have been expensive, yeah. $30, because, you know, people want to get paid. So we just want to have a good night 
and you don't got to pay. If you want to pay a $5 donation, we'll take that at the door. But if not, it's free. And, and Elzo's DJing. Right? I was going to yeah. say, and Elzo's going to start the night out, and he's going to play in between all the sets, so you know there's going to be some good hip-hop um, to keep the vibe going. And then after that, in April, um, my group, Glass Tongue, is also opening for Ritz and Greaves at the Alpine. I saw that, yeah. So mm. we've got a couple of big shows coming up, and we've got a couple of songs in the bank that are uh, unreleased that we're going to be putting out, and a music video that we're shooting, so... Stay on the lookout for Glass Tongue and the stuff we're doing because I think this year we're going to come out a little bit, a little bit swinging. Yeah, and as far as me musically, because um, you pretty much summed up the podcast, it's all the same vision there. Yeah. But musically, I'm finally putting out this EP I've been sitting on for two years now. Um, I finally got him to do it, guys. Yeah. It <laughs> was <laughs> life got crazy, you know. <laughs> I had a, uh, you know, having like, a kid and the had pan- a kid. So what? Right and, around, uh, right before the pandemic. Right before the pandemic, and um. You know, I was going through a bunch of stuff and I got sober as well. So a lot has changed since then and a lot was going on. So um, finally putting out this EP that I recorded forever ago. And um, the first song's already out. It's called Warren Welcome. Um, you can find it on all the streaming platforms uh, under Melancholy. And then I'm probably in February going to drop another one. I think it's going to be a song called Sour Milk. And then I think March Dope will song. be, uh, I'll probably release the rest of the EP. And then, um, yeah, I'm on the show with, uh, you know, everybody for that. Um, it's on the 5th, right? You March said? 5th. Yeah. It's on room. the 5th. And then, uh, yeah, we'll see where it comes from there. I, I haven't wrote a whole lot since pandemic and your know, life really changed up for me, but mm. I've been uh, getting the urge again. So hopefully some new stuff on the way. Yeah. So. You know, you've grown and Let's changed go, the yeah. person. Exactly. Maybe the music will too. Let's exactly. fucking go. Exactly. You know? Yeah. He was my right hand man. We'd go out and like bar hop and get drunk till five in the morning. And then he got completely sober. I still have beverages and enjoy myself like that. Yeah. And our relationship as friends didn't change at all. Yeah. No, that's we didn't see each other for a long time. Time. I just do exactly. less stupid shit now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like he, I kind of use stupid him as a pillar. Like, nah, I shouldn't yeah, be yeah, doing yeah, some yeah. dumb stuff. Yeah. Well, thank you guys again for coming. Uh, just Great. before we go, let everyone know your social medias, where they can find the podcast and your music and all your other projects you got going on. All right, sounds good. You can uh, you can find the podcast on all the streaming platforms: Spotify, Apple Podcast at the Rap Dad Podcast, and you can also follow us on Instagram at the Rap Dad Podcast. And if you feel so entitled, you can follow me at Reno Junes. You can follow Melancholy here at Melancholy Seven Seven Five. I always forget it, so he just does it for me all the time. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I mean, we've also got a Spotify playlist that we put in all the descriptions of yeah. our podcasts, and it has all of the artists that we feature as guests and all the the guest uh, artist recommendations. So there's stuff from J Cole to local artists like you know Smoke and stuff like that. It's a very adverse, ever changing playlist. So go give that a follow as well. Yep. And that's pretty much it for us, man. Thank you guys again. Thank yeah, you guys. for having us. Yeah. Um, well, this is De La Foto, a.k.a. Tracksuit Poppy, a.k.a. your friendly neighborhood Mexican. Make sure you respect each other and stay hydrated. Peace, everyone. Adios. Peace. Peace.